welcome back to WTF and Vonadeal with Spicy and the Fox Danger. And today we're back on track. This was not the episode that was promised. That's not till next year, maybe. Maybe it never happens. We've already been down that road. But today we have a guest to talk about our topic today, an expert in the field, everyone's favorite expert, Martel. Hi uh, there. For those who yeah, so you're saying that uh, that this job is not the best job ever. I mean, I mean it's pretty good at least. Um, That's for sure. It's just we've been dangling the the best job ever thing for like two. Weeks oh now. yeah, yeah. That, that went over my head. So, sorry, folks. That's all right. I was gonna say for anyone who doesn't know Martel, he's only known for being a paladin and all the paladin testing he does, and all the paladin mechanics, and paladin this, paladin that. And I go, you know, his name is blank 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 dragoon on discord he is more than just a paladin let's let's have martel come talk about paladin sorry not paladin (laughs) you've been taken in as well Uh, that's it only does paladin uh so have you have you been a paladin longer than you've been a dragoon uh, no actually i i started playing final fantasy 11 with the intention of playing dragoon Uh, i got reeled in by a guy I was reading for it online that gave me excessive expectations about the usefulness of the Wyvern. Uh, but it was interesting, and it, it caught my attention, and when I started playing a game, I wanted to try Dragoon. So I went, like, leveled things to be sub-jobs for it, and then went straight for Dragoon and started leveling it. Uh, eventually discovered the uh, Joys of Dragoon Mage and soloing, and that kind of helped things take off a lot. So I wasn't getting a lot of party invites, not surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. That's the, uh, it's Dragoon life, but I ended up soloing a lot of my way all the way up to 75, although hitting 60 and getting the artifact tail made uh, things much, much more fun. Uh, I'm a two way you, Dragoon. I actually started started Paladin to get gear for my Dragoon. (laughs) Um, But I I did like tanking, and then that kind of took off in that direction, too. Seems wild to me that you had to like jump on a job that you know nowadays is a little more obscure, like as far as tank goes. Like it's obviously still a tank, and people recognizes that. But like back then, you would have had to jump on a job like that just to get gear for a job that nowadays we just see as a DD. It just kind of seems kind of backwards now. It's taken a long I mean, time to get there. Oh, for sure. I mean, talk about obscure. You're you're totally probably talking Martel at the time when the one hour was called Wyvern. I mean, when, and when it was two hours. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, I mean, way, way back when. Oh, jeez. Don't ever get on a chocobo. You lose your weapon for two hours. Uh. <laughs> it, it was. Things have gotten a lot better for Dragoon in so many possible ways. It, I feel like it's a lot harder to have the, the really thick nostalgia glasses when you played Dragoon back in the day because there were some things that really, really sucked. Dragoon slash mage um, was one of those things. That, that was amazing. It was, uh, but nowadays, although I, I love doing that, the, there there has been a sort of decline for that. Trusts made it to where there's not much reason to do it anymore, even though you can do some things with it that you couldn't do before. Like you can get a hundred percent spell interruption rate on your healing breath trigger and be like uninterruptibly spamming two point five k healing breaths over and over. Um, oh, and your wyvern can finally cure itself with its damn healing breaths which was like my wish for like the entire time i would ever soloed on dragoon yeah um, i actually forgot about the fact that they implemented that um until recently i was like oh what is this ability um because i go dragoon all the time i just had forgotten about it and uh, I, I put it on and i accidentally killed myself with it. Uh, it that is exactly the problem with spirit bond i mean it yeah. gives you a way to help keep your wyvern alive even better i mean i've had a wyvern survive 10k needles using that it's funny um, it's funny you mentioned that like 
like I, we were fighting a uh, key and I was doing the, uh, the skill chains for the, the magic versus skill chains spam. Oof. And uh, I ran out of range and I forgot spirit bond was up and he did uh, uh, dancing fullers and I, and yep. I died at like range 13. I, and I was like, what the hell happened? I have done exactly that before. For those who don't um, know, spirit bond is a, you know, it's a one minute recast, but it's a three minute duration. And basically what it does is it splits damage between the wyvern and the dragoon, but it allows the wyvern when it uses healing breath to, when it heals the Dragoon or heals whoever it targets, it also heals the Wyvern for that much, so... Yeah, so it gives you a, a pretty decent, like, a, a supplementary way to Spirit Link to curing the Wyvern. It's just, it can kill you, too. <laughs> Double the damage, man. Then again, now, it's, the Wyvern will have a native DT on top of that, so it's not double, but it, you're still taking damage for two, like a, a pregnant Dragoon. <laughs> I mean, it... <laughs> yeah, you can... I, I, I'm reluctant to use it most of the time. I, m most of my use I've gotten out of it beyond testing it has just been popping it, doing a healing breath, and turning it off. That's for when I, I wanted do. to cure my wyvern. See, I made the mistake once I found out about that, and I hadn't learned the repercussion of dancing fullers with that particular setup. Um, I had it tied into my uh, my hasso, uh, so whenever I hit hasso, it reapplied it. Ooh. So I didn't think anything of it, and it was just always on. <laughs> and that is a mistake, guys. Well, <laughs> that's a weird thing to Ouch. tie into a hasso macro. Well, I figured, I figured, hey, it's healing me. It's healing the wyvern. You know, the wyvern seems to be taking less damage. Like, there's less I have to worry about. I might as well keep this on as often as I would want Hasso on, right? And that logic held for most of the run. I mean, uh, K and Fuller's is, is kind of a jerk in the first place, and particularly bad for Dragoons. I mean, because you've got your wyvern in there. Just surviving that in the first place, if you have a wyvern and you're in range, you're dead. If you try to run away, it hits your wyvern, and at least your wyvern is dead. You have to like disengage and run with movement speed and then get extra far away, but not too far away to get your wyvern to run out of range of him. I've done this before. It's really hard. Yes, it was. It was pretty rough. Like if I, you're I not visually thinking, <laughs> you can super jump if your recast can keep up. And it's not even um, not even like it's a reasonable five or ten minute recast. Twenty minutes. The fight's not even going to last twenty minutes. Yeah, it's amazing that that is still a thing after all this time. They just do not want to give that up. They keep adding things to make the Wyvern tougher and tougher and more survivable. Honestly, you, the Dragoon is more likely to end up dead at this point than the Wyvern is. You'll die to, you know, That's some... True. Far more likely to die, honestly. And Dragoon is actually decently tough for a DD. Native defense bonus, high amount of PDT in some of the standard TP sets now, if you use your Harandi. I mean... Like the name of that gorilla? Still, what? The, he said it was Harambi, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the Odin set, H J A R R whatever. Uh, it's we're gonna have to is, we're gonna have to have our Swedish guy pronounce that one for us. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear it honestly. Um, it's this is my best guess, but that J tends to be pronounced as kind of a yeah, like fjord. Um, Hirandi, Hiranda. So I, like, I mean, unless unless the H is is silent or weird or something, no. maybe just pretend that J is not there and just go Harandi. I mean, I I could go with that. The H. I was pretty stoked when that came out because. Uh, when that gear originally released, the very first job I thought of was uh, Dragoon, because you can keep your job ability haste high for so long. Exactly. You, you already don't need as much haste as most people. I mean, so. if, if you're if you're doing Hasso, you've got 20% JA haste, so you've got, you can you can dump a good amount of haste. Well, we're going to have to assume yeah, uh, gear -wise. a lot of the people listening about Dragoon don't know about where that gear haste oh, comes from, or yeah. what Dragoon is, or, I mean, it's the first episode that all three of us actually play the job rather, you know, I'm not on Dragoon much, yeah. but when I'm on it, I'm, I'm on it. I mean, should we go over Wyvern parameter bonus real quick, or... Yeah, that's probably best, yeah. 
So there's a mechanic where uh, every 200 experience you gain, the Wyvern gains a bonus to some of its parameters. It gets an attack bonus and a defense bonus that also extend to the Dragoon. Uh, the Dragoon side of that, I think, is like... Is it, wow, I'm forgetting. Is it 25% or 30%? I have it in front of me. Um, for the Wyvern or for the Dragoon? For the Dragoon. I mean, the Wyvern gets the bonuses, but no one cares about that, right? <laughs> well, it kind of matters because it gives the, the Wyvern an extra 30% HP, which factors into your breath. Yeah, I mean, that, your... that part's important. I'm saying the attack and defense is not... Yeah. usually valued for that um, It's 20%. So it's a 20% okay, attack, 20%. 20% it's what the cap is, and it's 10% JA haste, and then it's... We have here, this was before the weapon skill damage bonus trait came out, weapon skill damage plus 10%, but it applies to all hits of the weapon skill. So I'm assuming that was the SC's forerunner of testing out Dragoon's new trait. Well, no, I mean, they, they added that in the same update as the trait. Okay, I didn't know it was added So we got, we got the trait and the, the bonus from having the Wyvern for weapon skill damage at the same time it comes up to like total of like 31 percent or something it's really gross yeah it's it, it was impressive i was very very surprised to get an update of that potency but basically if you have a wyvern out and you spirit link with empathy merits you boost your wyvern he gets more hp accuracy attack and the dragoon gets accuracy defense well, de not accuracy but defense attack and haste bonuses and 10 percent j haste natively is a really nice thing to have you can basically get by without hasso although you don't quite cap I think yeah, you without Hasso, you can get like 78 point something percent J, uh, total haste. Correct. And there if are you do worlds... Hasso, then you can, you're overcapped and can drop gear haste. Yeah, and, and there are weird worlds where you're going to mix and match your, your buffs there too. Like um, you, you may not necessarily need uh, Hasso uh, because you have that active, but you may want that up so you can like be in a better D DD uh, set. And then also it changes those DT options, like I was saying with the Harandi before. Um, it, like it, it allows you to, to mix and match. You just have to understand where all those values lie, so you do it effectively and not you know shortchange yourself. Like most two-handed jobs, Dragoon is one of those jobs, especially due to its JA haste on top of store TP and JA haste from Samurai. That subbing warrior is super, super, super lackluster because with magic haste capped and uh, Hasso and your Wyvern alive, which it usually usually is, you only need seventeen percent gear haste, which helps a lot when you're wearing. The Harambi, uh, you know, armor, and you know, you know, you don't have a lot of haste on a lot of those pieces. I think what is it? Something so like two percent haste on a Flama plus two feet. Uh, yeah, Flama has very low haste values. Plagues those heavy DD jobs like magic evasion. Haste is I not mean, something it's, that's. It's such a nice set too, but the they they want. I think they wanted to make haste accessories more relevant again because giving the default amounts of eye level haste on like everything was making it to where there was. Uh, no variance in haste. You never needed haste on a neck, and uh, I mean on, on a waist or anything. Yeah, um, and and there's a lot of belts that can really carry your haste too. Most notably for dragoon is the Ayoska belt. Like that one is pretty ridiculous in what it does. Yeah, and then the more recently with the uh, addition of the augments, the selfie belt plus one. Yeah, that's the one that, that I favor mostly now. Nine percent, and that's got the triple attack, double attack, and of course it's of your prime strength weapon skill belt. With my yeah. sets, I find that I either stick with the uh, one percent less haste on the plus one uh, double attack belt. What the hell is it called? I forget. Ioskeha. Yeah, whatever that is. But I carry I mean, the uh, pronouncing that is hard. Yeah, I, I, I'm staring at it. I can still hardly say it. We'll call it the Ios belt. That's much easier. I mean, it works for me. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll get what you mean. I never find the use for that one haste. If I need it, I have to go to the uh, the Tempest Feet, the the fifteen percent, fourteen percent haste belt. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of ways that you can you can build that gear though. Um, and I think Dragoon is one of the more flexible jobs for that. The only other one that I can think of would be like maybe Dark Knight because you get more uh, job ability haste on that job. 
but it's not as frequent. Like it has like its ups and downs. I don't like having ups and downs with last resort. Do I. I'd rather just have it con. Well, you could say the Wyvern's constant. I, you know, the whole spirit bond. I never really had a problem outside of something weird like uh, you know dancing like fullers. Yeah, outside, of that, I never had a problem really keeping the Wyvern alive. And if it was that bad, it's not like I couldn't have carried a few of those. Uh, Don Molsom. Yes, the, yeah. the Don Molsoms. Or yeah. as everyone yells, Don Muslims. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, I, I just missed that. Uh, I missed that that portion of it when I first did it because, like, the Wyvern wasn't really taking damage up to that point anyway. And, uh, like, the, the only reason I found out about it is because I died at 13 Yalms from the mob. You know, Fox, like, oh. if Beast becomes a big thing again, because this was back when Beast was the big bandwagon, when Sinister Rain and Esha, not even Arise and Jima existed yet, were the big content. Everyone was typing in chat. Everyone had their Muslims because everyone didn't put the L in the right place. So it's going to be everyone talking about Muslims again. Oh, boy. Speaking of which, before we get too yeah. deep into this, not that, you know, being a Muslim has anything to do with, with Sveden, but do we want to address Sveden's PM before we dive deep into Dragoon here? Because we're already kind of in the thick of it, and I don't want to just forget about him. Yeah, I, I, I really wanted to touch on this. Um, he uh, he basically responded to what we had told him about uh, the, the non-meta setups and being able to embrace them more fully because you know, people bring more things and, and call them meta because they, they are the most effective tactic, but not not always, right? So he uh, he basically responded to us um, saying that, you know, he's glad that he's not on Azura where there's so many prevalent uh, summoner burn strats. And uh, uh, one thing that he did mention had two things that I really want to talk about. But one thing he mentioned was um, how it really makes his nerve twitch when uh, red mages think it's acceptable to run the haste two script and then go AFK and like don't debuff anything. And I'm in that same boat. I actually see that uh, from players a lot, too. And I, I have no idea. It, it just blows my mind and sometimes they're not even dd'ing right but there there are players who will like just just haste the party maybe throw some spot cures but then don't throw all these amazing debuffs that red mage has access to on the mobs and they're they're really shorting the group that slot um when they when they don't add those because the, those those allow you to move your other buffs around you know you can obviously get a lot more out of your party that way i mean it's like why are you even on red mage uh, enfeeble <laughs> Yeah, those Enfeebles are so strong. Like, I think at some point I also, like, I think I might want to do, like, a, a Geo and Red Mage hybrid episode or something just involving, like, debuffers. Uh, because, like, a lot of people don't understand how potent those those debuffs from Red Mage really are now. Uh, they, are, they are way stronger than they used to be. To buffers anonymous. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but that's just a quick aside. I agree with him. Yeah, he also went on about what the the job setups and everything um, here. What do you say? It's a bit fascinating to see the difference, though. You want to run Wave Three, and you'll see Rune Paladin slash Rune White Mage, White Mage Geo Thief in one party, another party Dark Knight War White Mage. Well, I think that's so many White Mages Geo Core Bard Monk Warrior White Mage Geo Core Bard being another party, with a lot of players being unwilling to compromise and to do to bring least less popular jobs. The from my experience, the when when White Mages are that plentiful in a group. I would say two at max is really what you need, especially if you have a paladin in the run. Um, but if you have like three white mages, like most of the time, like they're robots and they don't have very good um, ways of determining triage, which, you know, a human, a human white mage is going to be able to perform, especially if they're a good white mage. Um, one of the, the main things kind of ties into to another part of the, the response where he's saying that, you know, he's done summoner beast and dancer things before, but he, despite the, the group not or knowing that geos are uh, are nerfed in the event um, versus like you know the wave three content and the wave two bosses that sort of thing um, despite knowing that they don't 
they, they don't try to put other buffers or debuffers in that slot that could have for more potency. So um, I look at this list, you know, you saw you saw three white mages. I saw three geos, and I thought they were out of their mind. Um, you can you can easily replace one of those uh, demon party geos with like a beastmaster um, or a dancer even, and probably get more out of the uh, the blend of buffs and debuffs. There's a lot being wasted there too. He's got two bards, so they're not even rotating, and he's got a thief that's a th slave. If you just gave that thief some haste or something, they could at least do something in that run that would be worthwhile. They could do ten percent of the parse with just getting hasted and spamming evisceration with the turret. I mean, that's that's a lot of uselessness there yeah i could see the the geos rotating for bards but i mean that would again cause cost effort and uh i would definitely want to make sure the parties are set up with with uh auto invite if you guys aren't familiar with that uh that add-on um just so the bards and geos can do that autonomously and just seamlessly go in and out of parties but that would usually require humans again you know to make sure things yeah i mean if i was just going to be lazy i'd probably just take the geo on hasting duty with an indie haste or whatever and follow people around and just bring a different job like beastmaster you know and not even take that extra bard because why yeah but you know what's missing from that group fox oh what's that dark knight warrior monk there is no dragoon in that group yeah right and where would the dragoon fit in uh it would replace any of those dds because i remember i went to carrots link shells wave three and they had all these uppity people saying that the corsair always wins the parse and my dragoon managed to uh, squeak out number one there oh nice man nice it's a very good job. And, you know, I didn't die as part of it because... Gotta have the enemy control. Super jump and high jump. Yes. I think if anyone gets anything about... Out of anything we're about to say, it's how valuable Dragoon's ability to control enemy is and why it's so important to do so. I mean, can't do damage and you're dead, right? That's right. Um, I have a, a mantra that I tell people, especially new people who ask me questions um, about, like, DDs and how to be DDs and stuff. And the, the thing that I'll say is dead DDs deal no damage. And that's absolutely true. Uh, you are not going to be dealing damage while taking a nap on the floor. Dead DDs tell no tales. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually uh, what, what brought me to Dragoon. Um, because, because I have other jobs geared up to do uh, at, at like any game levels and stuff. But I always go back to Dragoon and Ninja specifically because everyone's going to be generating Enmity. And I like jobs that can do something with that Enmity at the end of the day, whether it's get rid of it or place it somewhere else or, you know, use it to tank on their own and so forth and so on. And jobs that can do that while putting out good DPS, uh, to me, are more valuable than people will parse a little bit higher, but then also explode when they take take uh, aggro. So. I mean, actually, that kind of brings me to thinking about Dragoon as a sub-job now, uh, after the uh, update that gave them a, the WSD trait and people subbing it and actually using high jump, for those that do yeah. recall that it exists, um, brings a lot of... Uh, versatility to, to other jobs when they can reasonably get away with using it and you know use it to not get killed and you know something that also everyone talks about subbing dragoon for various reasons i just want to throw this down because no one talks about it because it's probably a forgotten piece but if you're on a job oh, and, I, I think i know what you're gonna say yeah you know I, you know where i'm going for this if you're I, in, I think so pdl no 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 not even pdl no no i'm going i'm going back to the level 75 era here of why you'd sub dragoon and it wasn't for any of these things that didn't exist, and you couldn't even use high jump at that point. It was because there is that five percent haste earring. So if you're on a job and you need haste, <laughs> you they got that five percent haste earring for whatever your sub dragoon. It's like the wyvern earring. It's like level sixty. It's five percent haste in the ear. You I can think it's definitely... level seventy, but oh, yeah, it? I I hate that earring. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was always a dragoon. I couldn't wear it. <laughs> 
I bet you there is a oh, set yeah. that that works out for some job in some set, and it's like the best thing they could put in that slot. I, it's entirely possible, it would, yeah. It would have to be a heavy armor DD, yes. uh, because of you know the, the trade-offs they make. Um, because I can't see a light armor DD subbing Dragoon ever using that earring. Yeah, it wouldn't. But Well, lighter armor also tends to have more haste per slot, even on the Ambu sets, so they tend to overcap easier. Or if they're exactly, not overcapped, exactly. they're be, definitely not five away. Yeah. It'd be like a situation where you're using like some of the Meganata gear, because I think that has lower haste, but not like super low. And I think like the legs in particular are a piece that usually underwhelm me when it comes to like the haste value on them. But outside of I I can't think of a whole lot of situations that you're gonna be useful in that situation. But yeah, I couldn't imagine like checking someone today and like seeing them, you know, wearing that level sixty earring and having a build that would actually work with because the the ears while they're not like the best slots like they're they're, they're definitely weaker than rings most of the time uh they they still have like a lot of good store tp values and stuff it's so usually just, like store tp values usually just the one uh sharita earring is the one that's really good usually the other earring is not that great but it's also if you're a dark knight or rune because it could be useful for rune as well but they wouldn't be so but almost never be sub dragoon is there's and a warrior also the seething bomblet augment kind of invalidated that because that five percent haste in the seething bomblet uh, plus one. Yeah. But I just wanted to do that because no one remembers that earring and it was a cool earring to use back when haste was like something you couldn't get at seventy five. It, it was really frustrating because I'd be sitting there at like eighteen to twenty percent haste on dragoon and you just couldn't get any higher than that. And then there's this five percent earring that I can't use that's dragoon associated. And it's weird because it has nothing to do with Dragoon. Like some of those things, like the Ninja one, it was 70, I believe you like had to be in red HP and it would give you like extra five or 10% dual wield. But that was like a Ninja one that made sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't see where they got the, the haste association, but they, for with Dragoon, but they used it a couple of times, I think. Remember Dragoon's uh, original Corsair? Was, I think it was a shield that required Dragoon sub or something that had haste on it. Maybe. Yes. Uh, something, something Tarj. I, I remember that. Yeah. Probably like Wyvern or Dragoon Tarj. Yeah. I think, I think it's Wyvern Tarj. Yeah. Remember Dragoon's original Corsair role had like nothing to do with the job. I honestly am not even sure what it was. What it did change. They changed it to <laughs> pet a magic attack bonus, which also makes, I guess, no sense. But before it was, uh, especially considering that like for actual Dragoons, magic attack bonus does nothing for breaths. So <laughs> what was this for again? What, does Dragoon and Neo benefit from this? Right. <laughs> You'd think yeah, that it would was, be the puppet it was, role. It was Wyvern Targe, one percent haste, level thirty shield, and there being a dragoon shield is kind of weird in the first place. But uh, well, yeah, there was for all jobs. That is your support job. Yeah, it's just extra unusual. Yeah, but now so we they, can sub dragoon, and we actually get like really awesome benefits. It, from it, it actually so. makes sense now. It's it, it still feels strange to me to, to hear people recommend dragoon sub for a, some select jobs, but it's pretty entertaining. Uh, one job in particular, I've received a lot of questions about, like through like direct messages and stuff um, especially after bringing it up is uh, ranger and having ranger sub dragoon um, especially if you're using like an annihilator you'll you'll never pull hate ever 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 i mean and yeah you can you can jump you can high jump the the true flights away and stuff like dragoon sub dragoon is just an amazing sub job like it even has the ftp transfer uh weapon skill the um uh, last stand and last stand benefits off of sub dragoon like really heavily because this is going to be the fundamental thing that people understand when they see the weapon skill damage boost is that it works for all the weapon skill hits. It's not yep. like it works best for like Savage either. Blade or something. You know, it works for works for everything equally <clears throat> very well. It's closer to like the weapon skill damage bonuses on uh, Rima, Relic, Imperina, and so on than it is compared to the the actual gear stat. You're tra- you're talking about comparing it to like the R15 augment. 
Yeah, it, it works more yeah. like those because it's a it's a separate multiplicative thing. It, it like if you had we uh, weapon skill damage gear and then you had this trait, it would multiply it by the gear, then the whole weapon skill by the trait. Which is which is why yeah, that's exactly yeah, why part of why it's so good. But yeah, and on on jobs like thief and blue mage, there is definitely uh, like I don't know if every job. I don't know if a rune fencer over. I'm, I'm sure if you had a haste samba, it definitely would. If you were zerking something with a dancer and had a samba, it would invalidate any use of Hasso whatsoever. Without checking, I don't know off the top of my head if Rune can pull off the proper, you know, losing that JA haste versus getting some weapon skill damage boost. It's only 7%, but still, on top of, you know, like a Lionheart Zerg or something. But on uh, Blue Mage, Sub Dragoon, Thief, Sub Dragoon, if you're capping attack and on any DD, essentially... Uh, subbing warrior is not worth anything anymore. The ten percent double attack, especially on a multi-hit job like blue or thief or something, it's not <laughs> giving anything anymore. So if you're capping attack, there's no reason not to sub dragoon in a, like a really serious fight. And that's the yes. point that I would want to stress, like as a message, um, because you really have to be acutely aware of what your buffs are uh, to determine what your sub drop's going to be. Because if you aren't capping pdf, like through you know you're not capping attack, um, you're not getting as much out of that dragoon sub as you could potentially be like. By using a, a different sub job in that situation. Yeah, I talked to Murr about it today, and he didn't. He didn't seem to. I just. I told him, Murr, if your attack's capped, you sub dragoon. If it's not capped, you know, berserk. Even though it's not on all the time, <laughs> is berserk is very important because if you don't have the attack, it it outweighs the, you know, weapon skill damage boost conserve TP. But dragoon also gives accuracy bonus like plus ten, so you got that. It's a little bit, yeah. It's I always thought it was strange how they gave dragoon like. One and then much much later, two stacks of accuracy bonus and attack bonus. It was like, why so little? Oh man! Although Smite was a good addition, uh, that was that was some significant attack gang. Uh, Dragoon is significantly less attack starved uh, than it used to be back at seventy five. Because of the Wyvern, yeah, actually. Well, I mean, Wyvern bonus and Smite. Uh, I think both of them totaling up comes out to like thirty nine percent attack bonus, like all yeah, the time. Yeah. It feels a lot more like a heavy armor job nowadays than it used to back then. Like it was like a, a medium armor. It felt like a medium armor job back then, whereas it's it's heavy now. Yeah, I mean to put it in context for people, basically dragoon with the wyvern alive, uh, basically have constant berserk and constant defender at all times. Yep, yeah, I, I like the full time aspect of it because the the downtime of certain job abilities drives me nuts. Like last resort, if I do rune dark, uh, every time that's down, it just oh, it's so horrible. I end up and if we're to reflect on this, like as a lesson from uh, that SE possibly learned, is that this is this is the way that you design a trade off correctly, right? It doesn't have those cooldowns, but you do have to work at keeping your wyvern alive, and there is a little bit that goes into that. I mean, it's it's drastically alleviated by gear as you acquire it, but um, when that wyvern dies, like you definitely suffer as, as oh, a repercussion. It's, the 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 DPS drop is drastic. It's it's huge. It, and it's not just the loss of, you know, 15% double attack, 10% haste and full-time berserk and defender there. It's also the fact that your jumps now give you, you know, your a third. Your spirit and soul TG. jump have turned into regular melee hits. They don't auto crit. They don't give you double and triple TP return. It's it's pretty bad. That's why, you know, high jump's nice and super jump is great. Not only because super jump lets you avoid any move in the game if you time it properly, which isn't always the easiest, but hey, it's the only thing that can let you do that. It's um, just the fact that Dragoon, if it plays more defensively like Fox and I like to play, I mean, not always. Sometimes I just hit the floor. <laughs> I was going to say. Sometimes I throw caution in the wind, take off magic fruit, no occultation, no cocoon, no barrier tusk, and run at the mob. 
but it's uh you get rewarded by you know not only living but you have all your buffs intact that 20 minute timer yeah. is uh 20 minute timer on Cole wyvern but the, the the actual super jump timer is only like three minutes like you you can constantly hate reset yourself you can merit it job. Yeah, you you can, but I mean, three minutes is not is not it's, actually that that long. If you're cycling it with high with high jump already, yes, I don't even see the need for the merits on it. Honestly, I mean, I, I you have to be in a situation that's where your enemy generation is like untenable, like level ninety nine um, monsters or something, where you're just generating so much, you're capping every weapon skill or something. Yeah, like I've I've won wave three parses and never had the mob look at me. Like like I'm talking about the the actual wave three boss, you know, the the longest fight. Like I've won that parse on Dragoon, and the mob has not looked at you one time, or I, I took like no damage basically I mean, because you're just resetting your hate constantly. If if you have the upgraded pieces for high jump or the one piece, there's I think there's technically two, but they're both in the leg slots. But you, it's it like reduces by seventy nine percent. Yeah, yeah it sounds about crazy. Right. It's it's a lot. It's almost a super jump. It's a really great piece anyway because it has uh like what nine or ten store TP and a lot of accuracy. Yeah, on yeah it, if you're so going it's... with the for the relic, uh, I think they made the brys do the same thing. The a, the AF uh, legs they added the same effect to both of them. I don't know why. That's weird. Pull that up. Uh, but yeah, I prefer the relic in that case because they have the, the excellent store TP. Yeah, it synergizes with everything but, that you want out of jumps. I mean, it's a piece that you don't feel bad about jumping using in the first place. <laughs> exactly. As far as Dragoon went on on its gear, in terms of other jobs here being more niche for their pieces, I think Dragoon overall got much more important, useful pieces that it can make better out of for Relic and AF plus three. Especially for the heavy armor jobs, yeah. That's for sure. Every single piece of Relic is important, too. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can be trivializing the other heavy armors uh, that, you know, their JSE wear and everything, but... Most of the time, people just seek out the uh, the ten weapon skill damage pieces, you know, for whatever single hit weapon skill they need to do and call it a day. Um, there's obviously other uses for it, but that's, those are like the big ones that are going to cost you the most when you're buying them off the auction house. Like it's like the pieces, you know. Um, whereas dragoon, there's basically every piece is is really good. And no, Martel, uh, you were correct, but the Patero slaver, the 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 relic pants that has the Wording is specifically high jump enemy reduction plus twenty nine percent. The AF pants, the Vishop or whatever, it says, says high jump plus twenty nine or whatever. So it's not an enemy reduction, just increases high jumps damage. I guess. I mean, do we actually know that? Is that specifically stated somewhere? Because they have phrased things worse than that before. That's pretty terrible phrasing. Yeah, this is literally it, the other one says high jump plus twenty nine, and this one's in quotes high jump with a little uh, the little colon enemy reduction plus twenty nine percent. Yeah, I mean, the, the Relic is very clear. The uh, Imprian is not, well, not Imprian, AF is not so clear. A lot of these pieces, too, on the wiki actually have your testing or corrections or information, too, so. Mar- that, that tends to be the case. <laughs> Martel editing the wiki and everything. What a guy. Thank you. For those who don't know, I do credit Martel in the bottom of the Dragoon Guide since I'm the hopeless custodian there. And I leaned on Martel heavily for making the Dragoon Guide and also for helping improve the uh, the spreadsheet with changes and stuff that I wouldn't have been able to figure things out better without Martel helping me. So thank you, Martel. You're welcome. Uh, just for reference, and I thought I remembered this being the case, but I looked it up on the JP wiki. The JP stats for the high jump effect on Vishap Bryce 
says high jump hostility reduction plus 29%. Oh, there you go. This is a translation problem. Someone go bump the uh, the localization thread on Auction House. Wake up uh, Funkworks. It, it probably yeah. needs that. Yes, we, we should throw something in there. Um, I mean, I'd prefer to use the Relic anyway, but if you only have the AF and haven't put the money down for your Relic piece yet, then that's an option. Yeah, use it because it's, it's such a huge benefit. Frankly, they're easier to get, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they don't have, like, the crazy price tag associated with it, at least not at the plus two. You're, you're talking about getting the artifact instead of the uh, relic, right? Yeah, and I just mean getting cards is easier than getting yeah. in Dynamis, getting your clears, and, and you know, they, it's more expensive to make the pants. Yeah, they're, I think the barriers are uh, there. And besides, the AF pants have Ancient Circle, so, ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's amusing that I... the uh, weapon skill damage plus 10 on them doesn't even get note. Well, yeah. <laughs> Although, for Dragoon... Single weapon skills are not really the thing. I mean, there's there's cam lands and sonic thrust, basically. And cam lands is used for skill chain purposes where necessary. Well, I mean, this would be a good time to go Honestly, into, into, skill, into weapon skills. But if you have a Trish, sonic thrust being great isn't just about... I mean, yes. Yeah, you need sonic thrust. Yes, it, it is part sonic of the, thrust is so crazy. the best skill chain. Oh, absolutely. It's the weak So what link. is the best skill chain? Best skill chain, if you have Trish, is definitely Stardiver, Sonic Thrust, Stardiver, Stardiver. Makes and Umbra. Why is that? Uh, it makes Umbra every time, and you're using your strongest weapon skill for three of the four weapon skills in a skill chain, and using a not bad one for your, your second weapon skill. And so you do, basically, it's Darkness and then Umbra, and it hits like a truck. Yes, um, and in, in a lot of situations, like, it may even be your second best weapon skill, or close to your second best weapon skill. Like, uh, if you have Sonic Thrust geared appropriately, you'd like a lot of people would be surprised at what numbers you can put out with that thing. I I just wish it were full AOE instead of a line, but right. um, it's super narrow line at that. It's even more narrow than I am minded. It's it's ridiculous. If no one's ever used Sonic Thrust, it is like it is it is a long cone, but it is it needs I mean, some dragoon needs some. It's, it's literally a line in front of you. It doesn't get wider towards the end. Dragoon's biggest enemy here is its lack of girth on Sonic Thrust. <laughs> I mean, it's a problem. Oh, uh, here, here this is on BG. Rectangular frontal attack. Maybe three yams wide and ten yams long. Maybe. That's being really generous. It says maybe. It I, I, I think, it, yes, it, it is being generous on the, the width there. Um, if you can line things up against a wall, you know, pull them in on your with the wall to your right side, and if they're a small enough mob model to stack, then you can wipe out an entire pole in one uh, sonic thrust uh, if well buffed but if you're stuck somewhere like in race and gmr omen where they've got those tree lines instead of actual walls then have fun with the mobs running around you in circles and catching maybe half of them at a time if you are extremely careful in dynamis especially in like a zone like juno where your damage is crazy um if you're son if you're sonic thrusting very carefully because of ninjas um you it's not uncommon to do two sonic thrusts and wipe out two or more mobs like in poles it's it's really good and to that use. would be very very careful that'd be where being very narrow is very advantageous yes um i i before the before the podcast i actually brought it up is is like the equivalent of playing cool in this game because you just have to be very accurate with how you uh how you execute this surgeon dragoon yeah pretty much it's one of my favorite weapon skills that's why i'm still going on about it so outside of skill chaining uh martel when else would you use the other weapon skills you mean like Camlands or yeah. when when would you want to use Camlands over Stardiver and Dragoon? Because I mean, you don't just spam one. I think you'd have to have absolutely terrible attack. I mean, if you're incredibly attack starved, Camlands could potentially pull ahead. Um 
Although it does have the advantage, well, I mean, I guess if you're using Trishula, Stardive is going to solve skill chain too. So I can't really call that an advantage for Cam Lands unless you're using a different pole arm. Um, well, you could have uh, mob resistance be a factor in that though. Like light versus. Yeah, if you, if you need, well, I mean, that's that's like the story of, of K for me, pretty much the Omen Cataray. Um, I dual box that on Dragoon and it's horrible <laughs> because the uh, light skill chains are so bad because Cam Lands is. Not exactly stellar in that front. Um, yeah. Although when you when you when you do a five step skill chain, you can get decent skill chain damage. It's just that the base damage is. I mean, it's not Fudo. Okay. It's it's um, interesting that you mentioned that it's not Fudo though, because uh, in my mind, uh, I actually equate uh, Dragoon closest to Samurai. Like among I all the other jobs, like if you're if you're if you're to give it like an association with another DD job or like a classification, I, mean, I would say it falls into the Samurai. There's definitely some strong similarities, uh, especially in terms of like weapon skill output, the sheer number of weapon skills. Um, yeah, the quantity over quality thing. Yeah. Except for I mean Samurais and now Dragoons still hit really hard with their weapon skills. It's just that Sam has a kind of a different. They're single hit focused with all the WSD they can pack in, and Dragoon is mostly multi hit focused. Frankly, yeah, that phrase has really started to show its age. Um, yeah, it's definitely quantity with quality now. Frankly, I like Dragoon as a skill chain job more than Samurai, more than any other job in the game, because Samurai really lacks doing great darkness unless someone is, you know, opening up or closing Cooperating for Yeah, yeah they, because Dragoon. They do good lights, which is great for the Cataray and so on. But yeah, if, any, if darkness skill chains work on something, uh, the, the Umbra skill chain with Stardiver spam is really potent. It blows it away. Hits like a truck. Uh, yeah. yeah, in fact, we we talked about farming pulse weapons on other other podcast episodes, and one of the main jobs that I farm uh, pulse weapons on for other people uh, is actually on Dragoon, because a single four-step with that skill chain that, that Martel mentioned will actually kill that tier three behemoth dead. It just insta-kills it. Yeah, in my gear swap, I have a, a skill chain uh, rule where if nine seconds pass, I mean, it, it narrows as you go, but if nine seconds pass without a skill chain, it'll take off the skill chain gear. But otherwise, after the first weapon skill, it'll put on skill chain damage gear. And Dragoon gets pretty good skill chain damage gear for, for what it is versus other jobs. Maybe have to go out of the way a lot more. I mean, maybe all two-handed DDs do it better because Valorous is a thing, but as opposed to one-handed DDs don't do it nearly as well. Like Thief gets almost nothing. So do you think in that same vein, uh, do you guys think it's justifiable that like if Dragoon is going to be your primary DD in a party, like maybe we could start asking for things like Allies Roll instead? Oh, I mean, Allies Allies Roll is really good. Yes. I mean, if, if, the, if a multi-step skill chain is the primary damage output, Allies is very nice. Yeah, that's what I've noticed too. I just almost never see it used. I've used I have, it whenever I, have, I did Maripa uh, capacity point parties. I've seen it used, but it's it's not as commonly used as some of the other things. I mean, you have to cover some of the other bases first, because I think if like if you're not capping attack, then that's going to be your priority because your weapon skill da- your ba- like the base damage you're doing with the weapon skill is going to influence the skill chain damage a lot. So you crank that up, it increases the other one by default. Um, but if you can meet all your other requirements, then allies is really really potent. I think my second or third Ionic I made, not that I've made that many, not like Fox or something. I've only made, what, four? <laughs> I only made ones I needed. So like after four or five, I stopped. Um, That's about the good point to stop anyway. Yeah. Same. I, I, I tapered off. I, I like finally made a Servatza after like sitting on the key item forever and ever and quitting and coming back again. And um, Okay. So I know this is a Dragoon episode, but I have to ask you because I just recently made that. Just real quick. Like, what is, what is your take on Servatza? It was complete crap. It was. Now yeah. it's not complete yeah. crap, but it's not that good either. 
I don't understand that, Rua's uh, extreme fondness for it. I mean, it was either, and I, I was, it's, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt on that too. Like, I, I want to try it, right? And I'm still trying it. I just can't think of a set to put it in that makes it better than other shield options. I mean, he's also uh, like really, really HP focused in some of his tanking sets, so maybe it's it's, true. it lends a lot of strength there. It does have a lot of HP, a lot of MP, and DT. And that DT can help you make space for other stats and some other sets, but like in just, in ter- well, just defensively here, speaking, O Chain or Prewin are going to be stronger because they're going to cap if you know if not very close to cap your block rate, and Stravatsa's not exactly. And here's food for thought too. Like it, it just so happened in my inventory when I was gearing Paladin recently after getting it, it ended up next to my Blurred Shield plus one, and putting them side by side, it was kind of hard to justify not using Blurred Shield plus one. Instead. Blurred Shield plus one is a better DD shield. So if you're trying to do yeah. damage, that's the shield you use. And I've heard people bring up the, oh, it's got so much accuracy and attack on it. That's what you use Servatza for. It's the DD shield. No, it's not. Blurred Shield is the DD yeah. shield. Yeah. is SC's mistake. Um, Anywho, I, I sorry to tangent like that, but I, I just I just had to ask why you were here because I've, I've had that same, a similar experience, dude. Let's have that, Martel come I mean, on for Paladin. I mean, we could yeah. we could do this. Yeah, I've I don't I won't completely crap on the shield now, but even with the reprisal adjustment, that makes it usable in my opinion. It doesn't make it optimal or even all that great. There's much easier to get shields free win that are yes. better. In Rua's, it's, it's still a massive runner up for shield block for sure. In Rua's defense, um, it's better than using ages. No, in Rua's defense, he <laughs> was specifically looking at the HP MP. DT moving other pieces of gear around and the higher damage reduction for blocking. I mean, obviously, if you need... Well, actually, about that... <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. have higher damage reduction. Um, yeah. After the recent, quote-unquote recent, um, adjustments where they like raised the defense of a bunch of the shields, I did a lot of retesting. Uh, I hadn't tested Stravatsa initially because it you know, it's a size 5 shield. You expect it to work like Aegis. Here's the base. Here's the defense. Here's what it should reduce damage-wise. As it turns out, size 5 shields don't really follow some of the previously expected rules in terms of damage reduction. Servatza, with its 150 defense, reduces exactly the same damage on block as Aegis does. I remember your post 75%. So it's not the 90-something percent I thought it would have been based on the stats we could see. It breaks the mold there and has lower damage reduction than every other eye level shield in existence. Basically pre-win reduces more damage. O-Chain doesn't, but O-Chain has the block rate. Right. Um, also the damage reduction per block is not usually very important. I mean, your typical hit, if you block it and have good PDT, especially if you have Burt Gang, you get hit zero. Like almost always you see weapon skills hit you zero. And I'm using O-Chain, which has lower damage reduction on block than yes. you know most of these other shields we're talking about and they still hit me zero it's so important what is it even set. doing for you so basically if you were trying to do a sack pull i don't i'm trying to you wouldn't even I mean, it's it's good in terms of omnidirectional defense if you're not relying on block rate it has a lot of defense on it high hp dt if your set is taking advantage of the dt and everything then sure like, when Halfus uh, puts up his Avoidance Down aura, may as well switch. Unless you have Birdgang AM3 up already, which I usually do, in which case I want to keep spamming Atonement, but... Because um, you can't block, so why not? Go for it. If you're running around Dynamis and mobs are around you in a horde and you, you're not lining them in front of you, then sure. But 
like if we're talking uh, wave three fetters with a, a wave or two of volt mobs on you, get something that blocks. Yeah, for certain. And that was That's our Paladin intermission. <laughs> Pretty much. It's very easy to get sidetracked into tanky things. I mean, I, I had to ask. You know, you started the, the game to play Dragoon and played Paladin to gear up Dragoon, but are you sure you just don't love Paladin more than Dragoon? Uh, I maintain uh, equal attention, I think. I mean, I test a lot of Paladin things, but I still keep Dragoon maintained. I test things for it, too. I I like tanking. I like DDing. I like Dragoon solo. I like the, the various Paladin aspects. Paladin solo used to be a big fun thing to do. It's not much point anymore, really, with the trusts doing all the support for you, so it doesn't really matter how yeah. tough your Paladin is compared to most things. Um, I'll play well, whichever of them is needed, really. It's not like, ah, I want to go this. It's, what do we need? I, I like them all. Because I just don't love the job if I don't like it. We've, we've talked quite a bit about, you know, the positives of Dragoon, but I mean, we, uh, we definitely want to stay anchored in reality, and one of the huge negatives that I've found, especially given the armor, the weird armor selection that it has available, because you think it's really good, right? Um, is that magic evasion is a is a huge negative for this job. That's that's a big deal. Like, well, like, like what I was talking about uh, doing K and Omen earlier. I have to have my Geo Alt use Blaze of Glory, Ecliptic Attrition, Idris, Vex, because otherwise, I just get completely screwed up with all the status effects and all the AOEs hurt like hell because this Dragoon has got like paper thin magic evasion. Um, yeah, paper curse thin, plus like, AOEs. Make, yeah, a curse amnesia. Uh, just getting hit by interference without a resist is just painful. Um, and Dragoon really got screwed on their SU3 set because a lot of jobs got their good magic evasion on their SU3 set. I mean, if you look at terms, for example, for any job that can wear that, that's excellent. And then later came Malignance, which is ridiculous. And Dragoon got Arc. Dragoon, is, Dragoon did just get screwed. Evasion. Yeah, Dragoon got zero magic I mean, evasion. With yeah. with paltry half on an M status resist and please make me take more damage converts damage to TP. It's like, uh, I mean, there's a use for it. I do actually have an arc set and use it in very very niche situations like pulling omen floors so they'll feed me TP so that by the time I get to camp I uh, am ready to like cataclysm or something, but. Ugh. I yeah. one of my on my wish list for Dragoon, a major thing on my wish list for Dragoon is a good DD hybrid set like Malignants with decent magic evasion. And that add them to Volt Hobbert set. I mean Volt Hobbert would be a good addition, although I oh, admit man. I would rather have a ton of store TP than I would the little amounts of double attack on Volt Hobbert. Yeah, but Malignance is out of this world. Asking for Malignance is a little excessive. I think asking I mean, for something like terms is very reasonable. I mean, Jobs got malignance. I mean, I, I don't see the problem with me asking for it too. For well, for those who yeah, you know what, um, Dragoon being on terms, great. Sorry, say again. Dragoon being on terms would be great. It makes sense. I would, too. I would be absolutely thrilled if it was on terms. Yeah, I mean that would be nice. It's it's, it's not like super in terms of of a DD hybrid, but at least has good accuracy and really good magic evasion. And terms is answer. Go. Sorry, yeah. we cut out for a second. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm just thinking about the pieces, like, if you're going to build around, like, a piece that's strong, like, let's look at Sacro Breastplate, right? So I would want to yeah. build around that piece from, like, a magic evasion-focused standpoint, because it has the, the smorgasbord of other awesome, like, effects on it, too. And then, like, you, you think about what pieces would really go well with it, you know, and you've got Hayak, because usually you're going to need Hayak in a situation where um, you actually need to slap that, that set on to begin with, and it has, like, other, like, 
I wouldn't say that necessarily DD supplementary effects, but they are ones that keep you alive while also maintaining high magic evasion too. So I, I think that that is definitely a huge bonus over having something like Ark in its place. And the term set is a type of armor that Dragoon has historically worn. It's not, I mean, Dragoon wears the um, the Hecatomb plus one. The, Harness? Yeah, the 119 version of it. It wears that. So, I mean, it's not like it's a set that Dragoon has not historically worn, and it, the habit off of it is odd. But those for, for those who don't know, Dragoon basically, its options for magic evasion are, one, the Sacra Bless Plate, which is which is brand new. It's Well, not brand new. It's, it's from the Alexander fight. So you're the the Sacra Breastplate, and then you just have the next best thing for any other slot you can wear uh, is the Volt set that's for all jobs from Dynamis Juno, which I'm not farming that whole set. I have a couple pieces. That's it. No, forget that. And then after that, it's just some middling gear of your AF plus three, which it's not even that spectacular. So Dragoon can't evade anything magically, and that's a, a huge problem. The it's, sets of armor that are often overlooked, though, where you can augment magic evasion onto it, are actually the um, the Alluvian skirmish sets of gear. A lot of times you can get magic evasion options out of that, but it's not that strong on the heavy armor, though, which is kind of a downside. Part of the problem is the the base stats not so great either. I think right. on some of the mage sets that was actually like decent, like you could get magic evasion that was higher than like the race and Jima sets that way. Yes. But the melee sets are just. Mm. Before malignance, yeah, I had I had Telchain. Yeah, and, and yeah, hold on, get ready for this, guys. Acro Gauntlets, the base stat. I, I don't think you can add more than twenty evasion, magic evasion, and augment. And even getting that's somewhat painful. But the Acro Gauntlets base magic evasion twenty six. I I still have a pair of those and still use them in some TP sets. I still use them and as well. Yes, it's bad. I mean, they're still one of the highest store TP uh, hands, decent haste and reasonable accuracy if you augment towards it uh although sometimes in some sets i go for a uh, flamma instead just for the crit rate or? crit rate accuracy store tp is two less yeah. better some better stats in general uh it's, it's a bit less store tp it's like four less if you have a maxed augment on the other hands but sometimes you just need more accuracy on it and sometimes that extra um, store tp doesn't or you want to have 48 you. magic evasion instead of 26 so is that like a world where like maybe you're using like aftermath from uh uh, Rongo, or I mean, no, you'd use the. I'm uh, trying to think of why you with Rongo, you'd be using the Salivia plus two. Yeah, you'd, you'd want to go uh, with multi hit. Um, they're for Drake's Bane, or I mean, well, for weapon like, skill, yeah. I mean, th th there's a couple of niche sure. sets where I use them over the acro. Um, I do the same thing on Paladin sometimes. Usually, it's a case of accuracy because there's an accuracy difference between them. Even with the augment, they don't get quite as much accuracy uh, as Flamma does. Flamma has like 40 and then a ton of decks uh acro has like 31 decks plus a 10 augment plus 25 actual accuracy there's there is a difference there and if you need accuracy that's one of the slots where you can jump up a significant amount of accuracy without dropping all your store tp yeah acro it's has like a true. step down in store tp a step up in accuracy and the crit rate is not a bad thing to have on your white damage it's just a very minor concern on dragoon yeah acro has no native accuracy so you basically get 20 to 25 yeah. if you act if you open out the only time i yeah the only time i've used flama is if i'm in some if i'm in some situation and i'm parsing and i'm just you know within 10 percent accuracy that i need to improve that would be the swap i've made before i have a little i just hashed it out so something it's very rare i need it but that would be the best dps increase for the least you know of a decrease because now there's extra store tp gear you don't need the exact amount it's, the acro hands gave you with trish like you used to 
yeah, it seems like a solid choice because I mean you're you're usually already wearing the uh, flamma head and feet. So if you're adding that piece in, too, you're getting yet another bonus. Yeah, another part of the set bonus there. That's even more act. So, but there's also and increasing the plus act one. through decks is always better than act through act. Those so. one nineteen hands plus one. I can't remember their name. Uh, I have them. which one? The one nineteen plus one. They're like a ridiculous accuracy, but they have like six store TP. What are they called? They're the same ones uh, that gave you skill chain. Yeah, the skill chain damage and the feet ones and the wyvern regen. Imicho. Yes, that that thing. Yes, oh. the hands do have the, they have seven store TP and you can and one of the augment paths gives a lot of accuracy and depth. That's the one I can. Yeah, they're the uh, the heavy armor equivalent of Adamar wristbands, basically. They're like Adamar uh, for heavy. Oh yeah, I, I could I could see that. Yes, yeah, uh, no, Adamar has the triple attack and store TP. These don't uh, have right. the multi hit factor. Yeah, they're 100 HP. They're 46 Dex and 57 accuracy. So they're whenever I need a lot of accuracy, those are and seven store TP. They're they're the go to and 32 magic evasion. Yeah, those numbers are always going to plague us. I mean, yeah, and uh, like the normal standards for the amount of magic evasion you get, like in the hand slot, has been severely overturned by some of the newer gear, like some of the Volt gear and Malignants. Took a look, one look at the normal magic evasion uh, values for both heavy and light armor in the hand slot, and went. Pfft. I mean, in Yanga, kind of did the same thing when it first came out. The the Bard and White Mage set. It's like eh, I know that you usually only have like say forty or fifty magic evasion on hands, but we're gonna give you like seventy seven instead. And now there's like a new standard for it, a standard that Dragoon is never going to catch up to. Yeah, because basically every other job has gotten like stuff to that level. Like look at uh, even. Even jobs with historically low uh, magic evasion, like Scholar and Black Mage, like if you're looking at the mage end of things, they they typically don't get very good uh, pieces like that, especially in the hand slot. Um, and even now they do because you know their their volt pieces are are worthwhile. So and, for uh, comparison here, mm-hmm. the volt bracers from from Dynamis Juno are 102 magic evasion in the hand slot, so three times as mm-hmm. much, and the malignant's hands are 112. So even more. Maybe I should focus on those, actually, because that, that's actually a pretty huge improvement. Yeah, that's your only option. But anyway, we never finish with weapon skills. So, Camlins, I mean, I've uh, used it before yeah. for under-buffed situations where I'm closing skill chains, but just under-buffed in general, if you're really in a bad divergence run, because I've been there, Wave 3, you know, I've had Camlins noticeably be the better I, I have seen some cases where it can, it can be better. It's just that if that's happening, something is very wrong with your buffs. Oh, yes. The same reason I want to make Vajra for Thief, but don't want to put the effort in, because I've had many times where Dynamis, Wave 3, even Wave 2 possibly, where, you know, I can't make everyone do their jobs or set groups up properly, and I just want to perform. Yeah, I mean, I have a set for it. I've I've worked on making it as, as decent as I can get it. Um, although some of the pieces I... that would be ideal for it are, well, I'm not likely to get WSD plus 10% anytime soon. Especially not on the pieces I need. So, and then a weapon skill like Comlins, like people would also want to look at. Um, it falls into like the the Fudo problem, where it can miss, and it feels like it yeah. misses more often than it, than it rightly should. Five percent. I mean, your act can be captain everything. It's just you will always notice because it misses every time you don't want it to. And I know so many Sams who have the same complaint about Fudo, whereas other weapon skills like Sonic Crush, you're probably hitting more than one mob. I still notice that one missed too. And then you have you you know your. Uh, your star diver and that is multi-hit so i mean you're at least getting something i mean if you miss one hit you probably multi-hit it anyway so you're not likely to even notice 
to your typical miss. You have to like miss multiple hits before the damage dips enough that you're like, oh crap, what was that? And you still hit, so you still get your skill chain and your TP return. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if it's like a Rudra Storm, if you miss that first hit, you're doing like nothing. Well, that's the same thing as Savage Blade. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I hit, but... It's a four-digit four weapon skill. And you know what's cool about the best skill chain ever? If you miss that Sonic Thrust, because it's the second step in the skill chain, you have enough time to do uh, a Spirit Jump or something to fix that in weapon skill again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, abusing jumps to, to string skill chains together is is definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, especially with the TP returns you get on Spirit and Soul. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I use it to accommodate for misses if it happens or if I just want to start closing every single skill chain in 3k TP. Yeah, what you do is the, the last two Star Divers, uh, save Spirit and Soul Jump for those, because you'll have so much TP when they go off that they will be monstrous. Yeah, and then you tie jump in the next skill chain. Yeah, and as you're, you're uh, getting your hate reduction and extra TP while you're at it. Exactly. I love how excited we all are about Dragoon. It's kind of funny. I like kids in the candy store. It's a cool store. job, right? It's fun. There's, there's so many DD jobs where when I approach it, I, I, by the way, I think I mentioned this before, but I, I absolutely hate playing DD jobs because so many times it feels like I'm just sitting there hitting a macro over and over and over again. Whereas a job like Dragoon, there are levers you want to flip based on the situation that you're in, and it just makes it a bit more engaging than just a weapons going and weapons. There's, and weapons. there's a bit more to do. You know, um, it's not just put up your one or two token buffs when they're ready and then weapon skill and weapon skill and weapon skill and weapon skill and weapon skill. It's I mean, sometimes jump timers are down, and that, that's like all you're doing now. But uh, when they're up, you, you intersperse things a bit. And I've had times where like you can be like weakened or something and still meleeing, if you know, assuming you have the buffs. And you just use your jumps to keep going until you're down. they're all down. If you have fly high up, abuse that. I wish they hadn't nerfed that from what it was on the test server originally. It used to be a full minute of zero recast jumps. What? Yeah, fly high. It was is... so much fun on the test server. It, they they really killed that compared to what it used to be. They killed the That's test so server broken. too. Uh, <laughs> that they did. The the test server went down with it. Um, but yeah, it was a full minute of zero recasts on all your jumps. Now jump timers were still linked then, but with zero recast, what did it matter? So you could. I, I literally one of the tests I did on the server is I went to Abyssia way back when and went to Abyssia Tarangi, and there's that dragon that flies the Oru model that, Shal- that never lands, Shalubre or something. And I ran up to it. Um, I'm not sure how to say that. It looks like Culebri or something to something me. Something like but that. I, I think it's like Portuguese. The pronunciation on that is outside of my linguistic knowledge. Um, I ran up to it, popped fly high, and just literally jumped it to death. <laughs> just over Jump, 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 jump. You, the timing gets kind of tricky when you're jumping that fast. You need like that exactly one second between each one. Um, but yeah, and it just died. That's kind of funny, you too. Know, I forgot about crazy. that. Because back in the day, fighting a... You know, a worm was a much more common occurrence with with Fafnir or uh, you know, I, not Ice Combined, but the other Dramungan, Dramungan up there. You know, and when they fly, you can't melee them. Uh, the only thing we have now is the uh, the Oryu cometh fight now. But I forgot that jump can go and hit the flying worm. Yep, it'll hit it'll hit flying enemies. Uh, now your weapon skills still won't unless you have uh, like a different mob to target, and then you can sonic thrust. And I think the AOE will still hit it. That that applies to the the Oru uh, BC as well. Yes. Um, but you're not likely to have that situation for any of ye old NMs, I think. And extra mobs in the, those situations was actually dangerous. I missed domain you know, invasion while flying. While, while we're talking about jumps, I, I do want to bring up um, the relic plus three body that you get for Dragoon, like that is a pretty huge upgrade to DPS. 
with the amount of uh, HP that our wyverns can get now. And it's unique too. It's not even spirit damage. I've done like, I mean, sometimes there's something that has a reduction to it. I don't know what it is, but if you jump on a statue and do like two damage, you'll still do the full wyvern HP worth of, of the jump effect for the body. And it's still multiplied by certain things too, because I've gotten the buff from uh, from winning the the DI skirmish, and I have a I have a record jump where I did a, uh, I think it was like a, almost a thirty k spirit jump with, and it did like an additional effect of like almost nineteen k or something. Wow, it, that's a significant multiplier. Yeah, it was it, it was either nineteen or eleven k, but it, it was just this absolutely huge multiplier, and I don't know where it came from because I've never seen it act that way anywhere else. The problem is the limitation mm-hmm. on Wyvern HP being recognized by the server end. So if we could put Wyvern HP in our jumps, it would make that extra effect do thousands of more damage, but we can't. Yeah. I mean, as it currently stands, it's kind of like every time you jump, you, you get like a bad weapon skill, but it's free. And that's that's why I think it really needs to be mentioned. That it's that like 3k damage free. or something, too. So every jump... It, doing... it's, it'd be around 3k with a spirit-linked Wyvern and a 119 weapon. Uh, you can inch it up a little bit more if, if you were wearing a uh, um, uh, one of the Wyvern level plus one pieces in your TP set, like if you have the Dragoon collar, but it only adds like 12 HP or something. But still, three jumps of an extra 9,000 damage, and your jumps are ready pretty quickly. It's, that's, that's why it edges out the other stuff. But it's also a good body, too, if you don't have the Dog and Breastplate or a really good Valorous uh, augment. It is like the plus three. I mean, I don't think it's super hard to get, but... I mean, it's not expensive either compared to other seals like Thief Legs for four mil a seal. What is up with that? But it's it's like, what is it? It's like pennies to buy some <laughs> of this Dragoon stuff because it's a popular enough job, but not popular enough to make it expensive. But that's like the best start I ever buy. My, use my Dragoon that. Relic set was really cheap. <laughs> and I appreciate this because my, uh, my Red Mage set was not cheap at all. Oh, no, dude. Holy crap. Yeah, especially like the head and the feet. It, it was so gross. Really, when I when I took Red Mage out of storage, I, I played it at seventy five and in the Abyssia era, and then kind of retired it when they made Enfeebling do you know nothing to anything anymore. Uh, when I when I pulled it back out and started working on it again, I swear I spent like four hundred million gil gearing it all back up again. Oh, and now this gross. is including a Crosea Moors, so that's a, a good chunk of it right there. And the Red Mage Neck plus two was like eighty to one hundred mil or something, but I mean the rest of that was mostly Red Mage Relic plus three it was yeah. brutally expensive and, uh, oh yeah people talk about corsair being expensive but red but, uh, dragoon, dragoon was reasonably priced <laughs> i mean i don't think i paid more than like maybe two or three hundred k for any of the uh the, the what is it, seals or i'm forgetting the names now well you got to think most body seals are almost 100 drops you know you have 50 50 chance of getting it yeah well, those, those are like 30k yeah yeah those are definitely gonna be cheaper um when it first came out, I was actually a little bit disappointed by the Dragoon Relic set, but I wasn't paying enough attention to the attack stat on it. It's like, okay, so yes, it has high attack, but when you actually look at it, it makes almost all of it a good weapon skill set. There are pieces that are better, of course, so you're not going to use every piece of it, but like there is a significant value. And like Patero Slaver Armet is like ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's if you're not really if you're not capping attack, the uh, the the Slaver. Feet are the best start I ever feet, I think, if you're not capping attack, all things considered. The head, also, without a doubt. The hands, what are those, the weapon skill damage hands? So those obviously have their place. I think the, uh, I think for multi-hit weapon skills, they get edged out by Sulevias because of the similar attack, uh, higher strength, and multi-hit. But for anything where the weapon skill damage is more significant, then uh, they're a very good option. 
That's why I went they have their place. That, that, that does start to get awkward, though. But the pants are also not like just... Sorry, Foth. No, I'm just saying, like, your buffs get high enough to where, like, even Star Diver starts to benefit from weapon skill damage as opposed to other stats. I mean, it's true. The, the harder you hit, uh, the, if uh, the first hit damage is high enough, it's one of the reasons that in some cases you have uh, the knob carry, or however you say that, the weapon skill damage ammo piece is better for some multi-weapon skills um, than other options might be, just because the first hit is hitting so hard that that percentage increase is sufficient to make it decent. And that's becoming um, a more it's a common thing. That happens thing. Within some slots. But even as, then, as it's damage not, scales up, yeah. up and up. It's even then, it's kind of not something that people run into enough now that we that gets talked about. Weapon skill damage for multi-hit weapon skills might possibly, in some situations, edge out by insignificant amounts of DPS. But the fact that it's getting to that point shows that it's you know it's not always as black and white as it has been for gearing. I before. mean the the thing to consider for this particular case is that for an ammo slot, six weapon percent weapon skill damage is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, like you're not getting the equivalent amounts of strength, at least for Dragoon, in that slot. I mean, if we were getting 15 strength there, 15 strength would always be better. But we get at most seven, and that's if you have an Orgelmir or plus one. So, you know, like point for point, weapon skill damage is often going to be comparable or better even for, for multi-hit. But when you're getting not comparable amounts, you know, normally you get strength in larger amounts than weapon skill damage. Um, so that's an unusual case in that we got that high a value on an ammo slot, uh, which in itself was just odd. I mean, I don't mind, but part of why the comparison yeah. ended up that way. You know, Martel, Fox is a deep, dark secret that he doesn't like anyone to know, but it's his deep, dark secret. And I don't know if he ever saw you post this, so he might be very giddy and excited, but Fox only plays jobs that can use the Nagling and Savage Blade, and Dragoon can actually Savage Blade. <laughs> so, I thought you soloed Yakshi with Dragoon using the Savage Blade, so. Mm -hmm. Have yeah. you? Oh, that's awesome. Uh -huh. Well, I wouldn't say solo, but I dual boxed. So, I soloed it in that I was the only human present, but there were ah. trusts and my mule well. Arduin doing geo buffs. I mean, without that, it had been really iffy if I could kill it fast enough. A, a duo uh, even for Yashi again, with Dragoon using swords is, you know, that's still yeah. something because duo with the with the, the mechanics that mob has, that's a very risky duo to even win. Now that I think about it, I did that before the Dragoon WSD update. Yep. Oh yeah, I bet it's even more bonkers now. I, I did it again more recently to, to help some friends get some gear and holy shit, those Savage Blades. I mean, it might happen. <laughs> if you could get enough attack, like, uh, like if you could do like Warrior Sub, uh, for Fencer and Berserk or something if, for when you're low buff and really attack-focused Savage Blade set. I'm not sure how that might go, but it could be interesting. Oh, snap. Sub-Warrior, it's coming back for Dragoon. Everything I've said is a lie. For Fencer? I have... Yeah. Fencer Dragoon? Yeah, for Fencer, and because when you, you... Even without, like, dual wield or anything like that, Dragoon already gets enough haste that if you can get cap yes. haste from your trust, you're going to be sitting at, like, 78 point something percent. Uh... So, so your single wheel TP gang is still going to be kind of crazy. Now it makes your jump TP gang really bad compared to using a two-handed weapon, but you can still get TP pretty fast. And if you're not bringing a geo for frailty like I was, then Berserk will get a lot more important at that point. Um, yeah, so it's funny. So many jobs complain about Fencer and how it's not useful because they don't have job ability haste. And here Dragoon is just bathing itself in job ability haste that it can provide itself. I, I wish I could get that on Paladin, honestly. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure, man. Uh, my my dragoon has better sword, single wheel, and weapon skill damage than my paladin. It's, it's slightly offensive to paladin. It looks really <laughs> funny and 
practice too. Like if you sit there and auto attack, like you're just oh yeah, I mean, just, just, if, it looks like you're using a freaking Kraken club or something. If there was a fight where you had to be sub ninja for some reason to absorb a TP move, it's not super common, but it happens. I mean, that could be the way to do that because all things considered, if you were weakened or something on Dragoon, still trying to fight or under buffed, you could sub ninja and use dual wheel gear and get your delay back there. I cringe I mean, doing such Actually, I think Nin sub is too much dual wield already. You don't need any gear. Like if you have your JA stuff, it's you're overcapping. We well, only have ten percent. Oh, that's a good. Point. I mean, ten percent plus plus dual wield. Is it three from Nin? No, you uh, you don't three. need any because uh, you would need. Okay, so w- with sub job, I think you need. Um, I think you need ten percent. No. Okay, if you it? are dual wield, th- yeah, subjob dual wield three with max magic case is eleven percent. But I'm saying if you're not fully buffed or if you're weak, you know, not that weakened is a situation. Oh, I mean, you're saying not capped magic case. Someone's just giving you haste one or no haste at all because they suck. That'd be gross. They, they, I, I hope I'm never yeah. in this situation, and in fact, I never should be because I dual box another character. So, um, if I were, then I guess you could try to stack up enough dual. But dragoon, I don't feel. Like gets a ton of dual wield gear. I know you can get like an augment on Imicho hands Those and Imicho hands. Yeah, yeah Carmine say, legs. Yeah, Carmine legs. Uh, has... Isn't it on Ricky Otai also? Uh, yes. Uh, Dragoon wear that. Look at all these Ricky questions. Thing. I think so. You know, Martel. I had oh, actually been asked maybe a month ago. I'll just go a month ago to make yes. it easy. Someone was asking me. They go, "I've been hearing that Savage Blade with Nagling on Dragoons the best DPS I can do," and I'm like, "I don't know about that." It, uh, doesn't seem practical to me to lose all that jump ability and skill chain ability and everything. It definitely costs you in terms of weapon skill speed because even if you're capping delay, I mean, you're not getting the like I do one to two attack rounds and then I'm I've got TP and jumps go from being instantly always almost always a weapon skill to being a small chunk of weapon skill with JA delay attached to it. Um, your jumps lose a lot from from single wielding or even from dual wielding. Your delay is still not comparable to what it is when you're using a pole arm. Um, DPS wise, I wish I knew. Like the spreadsheets that I use don't handle sword, single wield, or dual wield well at all. In fact, they think they're completely broken in that regard. So I'm honestly not sure where the numbers would be for this. I think it works. Just looking at Yakshi, but anywhere else, I I have not tried it on anything where I could actually compare it to pole arm DPS. Because uh, the whole point with, of using it for me was that I could not kill Yakshi with polearm. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Yakshi, for those who don't know, has a major like 50% reduction to piercing. Well, it's it's 99% piercing reduction. Oh, is it 90? I thought it's yeah. ridiculous. In general, yes, the trees are like do 50%. Like single visit, if anything. Um, yeah, the... Actually, the trees are generally Yakshi in particular is. I thought that the most of them were that high or higher, but yeah, I know I Yakshi say. in particular is it's ridiculously high in that regard, and piercing will get you literally nowhere. And in terms of trying to deal any damage to him. Let's see, he has species names like Yishrint or something. Yeah, Yishrint or whatever it is, Yishrint. I think because so many jobs favor uh, fragmentation weapon skills, I still think that in like Zerg setup, you're, you're better off using the polearm of Stardiver because you're going to have more incidental skill chains even if you're not closing them. Uh, your your overall group DPS is going to benefit from you having that. Well, and if I'm solo DDing, then no, I mean, I don't think a Savage Blade, solo Savage Blade spam could possibly be good as good as the Stardiver Umbra Forced oh, ever. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of these times the spreadsheets don't even they obviously they don't account for skill chain and damage yeah. or anything. And Dragoon is a job that's uh, very big. You have to think about yourself and, and and compare. I mean that's like that's like one of the things with like Runa Hige and it it's gotten better now that uh 
the the most the R15 updates were nice to it. But if when you compare it with with Stardiver and Trishula, it's like self skill chance on a strong weapon skill versus Drake Spain is potentially sometimes even hitting harder than Stardiver, but it's not, not self darknessing like like right. Stardiver or Trishula does. So assuming you you're reliably skill chaining or even multi stepping, Trishula has a huge advantage there. Now, if you're weapon skilling with a bunch of other people who aren't trying to skill chain anyway, you're performing just spamming Drake's Bane, then you can have an advantage there. And God, the amount of crit gear you get on Drake's Bane now is ridiculous. It is. And before we oh, get off it's, the, it's really high now. Before we get off the Yakshi, going back to our BG episode here, I pulled up mm-hmm. the Yakshi page and it has the resistances here. It is minus ninety five percent. Ninety five. Okay. Very high. Um it's it's brutal. You don't want to be a dragoon in that fight <laughs> unless you're bringing your nagling. Um Although it, it does tend to cause for, call for a, a sub job change, so if you got stuck out there on Sam sub, it would be a little bit less fun. Oh, for certain. Yeah, I've shot that thing to death on Ranger, <laughs> and it took almost the entire time. Yeah, it, it was not a good experience. But yeah. as far as I guess we can get into weapons now. I remember we're talking about Trishula skill chain damage. It really it doesn't make or break the weapon because it really enhances Star Diver to the point where if you're really trying to min max, you can debate it. And, you know, the guide goes into it pretty well because I've delved into that. But even before the R15s, you had uh, All-Star was in a thing which actually gave birth to the Dragoon Sim because... Uh, no, not because of it. The Sam Sim came first. But I think it, the Dragoon Sim was made because off of that because of the whole... I forget their name. They do the dancer thing on all Is this the person who was yep. way, way too fond of Rungomian? Yes, 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 cool. yes. Then, like almost violently. You and I talked Trina about her. You and I talked about her. Yes, she, you know, only had eyes for Rongamont and her dark matter quad augments, and everything else wasn't ever going to change her mind. But even before that, uh, you know, the whole, the whole time, it, it was like even if it got close enough that Rong might have even edged it out by a couple hundred DPS. Even if that ever happened before augments, it was didn't matter because you're going to skill chain even when you're not trying to. So that just like happens. One one skill chain somewhere in this from you know, using Stardiver, and then there it is. Yeah, it invalidates all the point of trying to maintain AM3. What I, what I look at is the how the properties are going to also intermingle with everybody else. And the properties on, on Stardiver are going to uh, intermingle with more properties among other jobs that could be in your group than a lot of other weapon skills will, with it being uh, darkness and, uh, and uh, gravitation uh, specifically. So, like, if you're paired up with, like, another Sam, for example, you guys are both spamming weapon skills, you're going to see a lot of really strong darknesses come out of that, and... Uh, if you're paired up with like a bunch of Savage Blade people, like you're gonna see a lot of fragmentations happen. You know, uh, it, it basically works really well with a lot of the, the common uh, weapon skill uh, attribute types that uh, that people will bring to to groups to Zerg. And yes, so you're gonna get a lot of extra damage with how prevalent Savage Blade is. If you're in a very well buffed up run, using a R15, if you want to invest in it, uh, Rongamon or whatever, not Rongamon. Damn it, that weapon I hate uh, that Reno weapon. Yeah, Reno Hige. Uh, that's a fusion property on Drake's Bane, yes. and if you're fully attack uh, capped and everything, that attack penalty there isn't hindering you like it would. So with all the gear Dragoon has now, as Martel was saying, if you gear up properly for that, in a Zerg where no one, like a Wave 3 Zerg, where no one's really skill chaining efficiently, uh, and people are definitely probably using Savage Blade in that situation, and someone's using it. Someone's using something that, that you're going to be able to benefit from there. Yeah. Just spamming Runohige there is gonna, probably going to be Dragoon's best it's not dramatically ahead. It's it's noticeably ahead in the sheets. I think it would definitely properly... It's a lot of investment, too. But if you did it, that would definitely be Dragoon's best weapon to bring there. It's, it's still a role player, though. And that's what's important. Like, if you're, if 
you're focusing on like comlons only the problem is, is it's fragmentation mixed with a bunch of other fragmentations normally like, yep sure you might get some lights off of warriors using upheaval or something um but it's not going to be as common as using those secondary skill chains to just get all that extra incidental damage amongst the rest generally of the fusion is the missing element here and yes dragoon fusion brings fusion with drake's bane for sure don't get me wrong rogamon is not a bad weapon. The investment required makes it a bad weapon because I'd rather make a mythic for the work it takes to make, you know, sit there and camp chloris and stuff. I'd rather just make a mythic. I, that's me. Uh, but... I, I personally just like to look at the bigger picture. Like, sure, all of the remas are going to be cool because they're remas, right? And they're not stabs because if you have staff remas, obviously there's something wrong. But um, when you're looking at like regular DD remas, like, yeah, most of them are just going to be strong. Like, your Goonier is also going to be just fine, too, especially when you have act problems. But there's still no, no, other things not. you have to take into consideration. There's no, uh, there's no accuracy deficient situation that Goonier is going to uh, change the day in anymore. It just doesn't happen. You just use something else. You, you could you use could get an easy distortion. You would use the ambuscade weapon there. I mean, there'd just be no reason to use... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, there's been times, I don't know about you, Martel, but I've wanted Rongamon at certain times, but those times were so few and far between. Maybe other people are using a light skill chain or something, and I really wanted to take advantage of that. And it was, it's, yeah. It's been very rare in my experience. Like, I've I've had thoughts about it before, like when I was doing the um, multi-step light skill chain on K and Omen, and wanted to open, close with the best uh, chem lands I could. It's like, hmm, Rongomian. But that kind of investment for that initial situation in the end what i ended up doing there is just using runahege because the am3 pretty much even if i get slowed i'm still getting my skill chain off every time yeah so and i you know went with a, other options anyway slow is a huge thing to factor into that fight too yeah so I have, oh, yeah it's a, and i'm pretty sure that the player's magic evasion significantly contributes to the rate at which that slow hits you from those spikes and dragoon's magic evasion sucks exactly circles right back to it again i mean i actually made a magic evasion hybrid set that was like focused on trying to have as much magic evasion as i could while still maintaining decent tp gang and store tp and multi-hit uh, it ended up being kind of a weird set but it i did see myself get slowed less often that way so i it helped me maintain this but you get runehiga am3 and it's incredibly easy to put am3 back up when you have Spirit and Soul Jump. And with ready Rohige, the gear for TPing has also been getting better too. When Finally, when the Imperium plus three comes out, that body is going to make Runohige even better because as you keep getting better TP sets for that weapon, because that weapon's also very TP set dependent, it's going to improve it even more than... I mean, Trishula is always going to be great, but I think Runohige, it's only been within the last year, not just R15, but gear in general has come out, that it's really kind of keeps pushing it that couple extra... 50 70 dps every little piece they keep adding to it it's interesting to look at how the the various weapon hierarchies have shifted over time because if you go back to like arch dynamis lord era of level 99 pre-adlin runahege was uncontested like 50 percent dps better than everything else and then se like slowly indirectly nerfed it by inching up the amount of multi-hit that dragoon got yeah. like even they Natively through like the job points and the 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 gifts with, with the wyvern parameter bonus and just kind of buffed star diver ignored drake's bane they never actually nerfed it directly although they, they did give it mythics a lot less damage during the upgrade before or r15 i think which was a nasty blow to them they the damage gap between them and the other types of weapons jumped pretty significantly there and which is why the r15 
in augments, mythics now have by far the highest damage increase from the augments. I find myself not impressed with a lot of mythics because of that. Like they have the lower damage and then sure you get OAT and it has decent returns when you have like multi-hit weapon skill procs and stuff like that. But uh, I just find that the damage overall just feels lower. And I always want to like pair something like a TP bonus offhand weapon with them. Well, that's yeah, that's just, what's become game-breaking, really... you know, is everyone suddenly yeah. realizing how big TP bonus weapons are for Mythics, and they're like, oh, we really got to do this because it really pushes Mythic out of the world. And it's like, you know, you Not really... Dragoon can do, though, unless they're going to give me a, a TP bonus ammo or something. Maybe. Well, what I'm trying to get at is that it, it really kind of doesn't, though. Um, I, I found that, like, even... Unless I'm doing, like, nagling specific Savage Blade Ninja stuff, like... On most jobs where I'm trying to offhand that TP bonus weapon, like I'll use Beastmaster as an example. Like I, I have Aimer and I've tried to offhand the TP bonus axe, and it's okay, but I'm almost always going to get better results out of turning in plus one in the offhand, and that's a that's a freaking dagger. Yeah, like, I, I've been seeing with Blue Mage messing around with the sheets for hours and hours, and and just trying to read <laughs> what I'm seeing and changing every little thing, trying to really get a better picture overall. Different buffs, different situations, different sets, different whatever different food, you know, I, I, I don't see expiation offhand TP bonus. It's, it's the best thing you're going to use in a lot of situations, not every situation, but I don't see it as the end-all be-all that the post and auction house make you out to believe it is because, yeah, it's back to eyeballing. Great, you did a 50k XP. You've lost white damage. Not that it mattered a lot because you had most of your weapon skill, most of your ratio of damage is in the weapons go category not in white damage but overall there's a lot of things that happen in a lot of situations that take away from that not just the accuracy but changing sets different things like that and you have to you're at that point you're gearing for the weapon to work for what you want for higher weapon skills that you're not getting skill chain damage on versus just running without that and and other weapons it might be a thousand dps ahead maybe 1500 I'm not going to throw out exact numbers, but the amount of skill chain damage you're missing out on, the amount of accuracy, white damage, there's a lot more than just napkin math, infinite mob HP, starting a fight off at 3,000 TP like the spreadsheet does, and just running. There's a lot more than that involved in that process. If it's close to anything, you're missing those things. Obviously, it's not the winning weapon, even though everyone will say spreadsheet says it's the best. It's not. And I think this is really why Dragoon has always felt so consistent for me is because I've never been tempted to do that. Like, I primarily use Trish also, because Trish is amazing. And it's just always consistent. It always has its own TP bonus. And I've never been tempted to have these, like, lesser builds that that other jobs will tend to, like, gravitate towards that may not be able to be applied to all scenarios. And and I found that, like, even though I'm a huge proponent of TP bonus offhand weapons, I find that they really taper off most of the time, unless unless you're being, like, a special flower. So... That's just kind of my observation in practice, and there's really no napkin map behind it. It's just kind of what I've realized, like as I use jobs this way. So the only really, uh, only way in on the TP bonus thing, since none of my jobs use one of those offhanded. But oh, you don't offhand the uh, the the chainsaw sword on Paladin. I mean, I don't really, I don't do wield on Paladin. If I'm going Paladin, I'm there to wear a shield and tank. You're never yeah. going to catch me dual wielding on Paladin. Martel dual shields. Oh, he Servasta's offhand and Ochain's main hand. I mean, I think I'd be using Aegis in the other one if I was going to do that. But... Oh, yeah, man. That'd be, that'd be so great. I mean, that'd be ridiculous. O-Chain Aegis? Although, it would really hurt to lose Bird Gang. Yeah, but you'd be gaining, like, 50 MDT, too. But you dual yeah, shield. still block. Yeah. Like, I don't have a Bird Gang, and I feel like I do perfectly fine in events. Like, obviously, Bird Gang's awesome. But if I could wear, like, 
O-Chain or Pre-Win plus Aegis, like, I, I think I would not care if I didn't have the sword. Okay. So the only weapon... Have to, like, dedicate my range slot to an extra shield or something. The only <laughs> weapons we haven't talked about are Shining One and the SU-5, and I think we can just forget the SU-5. Yeah, no yeah, one... Yeah. You can make a subtle blow build on Dragoon, and that's what you should use the SU-5 for. But that's that's still kind of niche. But Shining One... It's a niche that more people should invest in, though. Like, I think subtle blow strats... 100 mil. Them off, and if everyone is on board with it... Yeah, like I said, you can invest in it. A big part it of it is... probably pay for itself. Everyone cooperating with that, because one person TPing in a non-subtle blow build and the mob spamming TPing moves as usual. Yeah, your 100 mils out the window at that point. And Dragoon doesn't exactly have much in the way of advantages on that front. You can definitely Actually, do a subtle blow build. I have one, but it doesn't have, like, the native stat, the... It does have some extra subtle blow too, compared to some jobs, though. Yeah, because it can the... wear Nikmadu and Dagon. Yeah, although it it is a lot harder to cap subtle blow in just gear, like if you don't have a white mage helping you, uh, without Flamma Breastplate, because that has that seventeen subtle blow on it. Whereas the Dagon Breastplate is subtle blow two plus ten, but you still have to hit your normal subtle blow plus fifty. Um, it doesn't have the kind of advantages that like Monk would in, in the subtle blow field, uh, or any job that can sub ninja. <laughs> I mean, you could sub ninja on Dragoon. It'd just be gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would feel gross. On that. You're absolutely right. I mean, That's how I would. It's not as it. bad as it used to be because you you don't need to have you're not as anchored to hassle anymore. Like being on like say Rune Fencer with no J haste and trying to DD feels disgusting. But Dragoon can at least hit that seventy eight point whatever percent haste with just its native J haste. So subbing in is not as painful as it used to be. It's still not as good as having fully cap J haste and then getting all the benefits from the store TP and uh, meditate and so on. Although meditate's pretty minor uh, for all things told. Um, yeah. Sam main meditate is ridiculous, especially if you're, if you want to use AM three, that is one of the, the best ways to do so. Although Dragoon just jumps and that you works know, fine. While we're on the topic of subtle blow, because this is something that I think could be exploited without having Kate Sith that no one talks about, depending on how long the fight is or, how many Corsairs you want to bring versus Dragoons. So if you had a few Dragoons, maybe three, Spirit Surge with High Jump redu- oh, yeah, the- removes TP from the mob. So It's a reason to actually use that. Move. I mean, combine with Fly High and spend 30 seconds you know, knocking the mob's TP to back to nothing every every 10 seconds? Yeah, so you'd get, you would get a minute 20 of... I mean, you, you could use Fly High, yeah, that'd only be 30 seconds, but you get a, a minute 20 of your of your one hour there. So with fly high and, and that you would get it's half timer because it resets your timers too at the start. So you start at zero, even if you've been using them, not that yeah. you would before if you're using a subtle blow build, but I guess you could, uh, you could throw out what with fly high, you could throw out maybe six, seven high jumps, removing TP from the mom per dragoon. And it's supposed to be yeah. that the, the damage the high jump does is the amount of TP reduced. So like any jump is going to zero their TP instantly. It's just, it's all gone. And you would have constant defense down from normal jump because, okay, for those who don't know about Spirit Surge, we'll have to go into Spirit Surge. So when you use it's, Spirit Surge, you get 50 accuracy, an extra 25 attack and defense, which is great because you've lost your Wyvern, so now you're back to what you had. <laughs> and you get your HP increased by 25% of your Wyvern's max HP. Uh, and you're healed by the remaining. So in a clutch situation, Dragoon will heal themselves and save themselves with that. And you get your you cap job ability haste when you use it for the duration. So a minute and a half of cap job ability haste is also nice. If you're going to lose the wyvern, it, it's great. It resets all your jump timers, and then it makes your jumps inflict minus 20%, your normal jump, defense down, 
and then your high jump will remove uh, TP according to how much damage is dealt. Uh, oh, my up. bad. Uh, it's it's TP is reduced by damage times two. Yes. So it's even more than I thought. So essentially, it's zero <laughs> so TP. So it's overkill, yeah. Yeah. And then super jump also, I think this is something, well, besides jumps gaining 100% accuracy, is also they won't miss. Uh, but super jump is something I think that if you use fly high in a group with, I don't know, maybe wave three, you could do this if you, it seems silly to do, but if you coordinate it with your party, you could, you know, have people like while they're DDing swing around behind in front of you while you do your, your spirit surge. And you can, when you super jump on a remove half the hate of the person behind you. Um, so you can just super jump a fly high or whatever. So you super jump and then you remove someone's hate by half. That'll probably do them for the rest of the fight. You could use fly high, swing around, super jump someone else. They won't die now. They won't. They won't pull hate for the rest of the fight. You could do that. I think it'd be silly, but Draco at least can do that. It'd be really effective on jobs like uh, Warrior and Dark Knight, where like you're just during a zerg, you're just removing that hate that they have for sure. Because like there's really no other way to mitigate it besides you know bard songs or they happen to be in the same party as a paladin and they happen to use the underused cover mechanic, you know, stuff like that. Or, or you happen, problem, to cave, happen to keep Sarius at somewhere or whatever. Part of the problem with the cover mechanic is that it can only reduce a DD's CE down to the point that the paladin takes hate back. Because as soon as the paladin is taking the hits directly or a different DD is taking the hits, yeah. the reduction stops at that point. So you can't like push them back down and give them a safe margin. You can only retake hate and then try to pull ahead. Um, whereas the, the super jump reduction, halving them, if we're talking like a wave three boss fight where you build up hate for a long time, halving them is probably going to make them never catch up at that point. Yeah. Which is why you should also subjugate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're just using your own high jump, this, this will not even come up, but it's still something to keep on the radar though. Cause I mean, there, there's a, there's situations where like resetting the mobs TP and like keeping hate off of people could be pretty critical. I wonder Especially if you're, if you can make a jingling like, group make- for errands. I mean, you're, you're talking piercing damage. Uh, jumps don't feed TP, so you can get to your TP from jumping and then weapon skill and like have cycle spirit surge high jump. I do a group where... I don't know if it'd be enough, but... I, I'm in a group where we use a lot of people who go thief or sub-thief to that fight, and we do mewing strats or whatever. And from what I've noticed, like tanking it even on Paladin with you know our lower accuracy that we have, like I don't really miss Savage Blades and stuff. So like I'm sitting... And they're just like shield blocking everything and like busting off savage blades. Like, I don't really think you actually need to bring thieves to that. Like, just bring dragoons because they have great accuracy anyway. Just have them do jumps and like crazy weapon skills. Yeah, I think and guns to cycle. That's something people don't know about dragoon is that jumps don't feed TP. So, I think that alone makes an errands group. If you had some nice dragoons there, something you could really take advantage of because you wouldn't need to bring all the summoners spamming, uh, you know, mewing lullaby constantly. You could just, you know, mewing occasionally or something or or you know because if your paladin's blocking constantly the mom's not getting tp and you could also besides zero, zero, zero. Yeah, spirit surge and everything you could rotate that and even then if you just instead of having case at that you could have uh, siren out and give everyone 25 subtle blow or whatever and reduce the tp that is, so more. That is so so underutilized like that subtle blow from siren is so good that would probably I mean, actually... even the even the people that and auspice and you'd be at the regular subtle blow cap right 25, 25, 50? Yeah, but Siren is Subtle Blow too. So, I mean, even people. Oh, who... okay. So, so you could still benefit from gear past that yes. point. Although, I don't know if I'd want to be equipping Subtle Blow gear on my weapon skills. That makes me kind of. Ugh. Well, here's here's yeah, the case like of Rongamon. You could then just use Rongamon and, and make lights with all the other Dragoons and use a one hit weapon skill. There you go. There you go. 
But even if you didn't have that, I think Rangamon in general, so Stardiver's not giving all that TP to the mob. Not that it's a lot of TP, but when every TP counts, I mean, that would be a case of using Gamlins and just lighting with everyone. I mean, I think I think if it, unless my I'm extremely attack starved, if it came down to uh, using Rongomian and Cam lands or using Shining when an impulse, I'd probably use impulse. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good. Probably that's do. yeah. Because that's that circles back to uh, spicy. Although it is two hit uh, instead of one hit, so it would feed more TP, just not that much more. Yeah, yeah, that goes back to Shining one, as Fox was saying. So, cool. where would you say Shining one stands as a dragoon's? You know. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty good weapon, especially considering the relatively low uh, entry cost, so to speak. Uh, it's it's there are still things that I use it for. Uh, for example, uh, Kin in Omen, the Cataray who likes to absorb your weapon, your skill chains. Um, I tend to just like melee him through the absorb phase, get three K TP, and as soon as it's safe, drop a eighty K impulse drive on him and carry on. Uh, whereas if I was spamming Star Diver, I'd almost certainly skill chain or have to wait for the window to close before I get Star Diver yeah. again. Um, and Brunehige Drakesbane would be, it would be all right. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't skill chain and you could spam it, but I feel like in that particular case, I don't want to feed him as much TP as the AM3 is going to, because he's obnoxious. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want him damage. to, I don't want him to spam TP moves that much. So maybe, maybe Rue with a subtle blow set, <laughs> um, but I found impulse to work pretty that, that well for that particular fight. It's, it's my niche use for it right now, since I think in most cases I, like uh, Trishula a lot better, but when you're actively trying to avoid skill chain damage, uh, it makes for a good option, and it's a lot easier than getting R15 Vruna Hige and, and and good Drake's Bane gear. Yeah, so essentially, oh, it, it's it's the best weapon a dragoon is going to use before they get an ultimate weapon, and sometimes it's even depending certain ambuscades, depending on your buffs and groups. You know, uh, there's a couple where you can't bring in the quicker, and one comes to mind or something. You can't bring in Geo or Bard or something. That weapon skill will have a good edge over maybe even Stardiver because you're underbuffed. Yeah, the the problem though is that Stardiver in that situation would raise the uh, the crit rate of all the weapon skills around you. I mean, it may not be like by a ton, but it still does as a role player. It still does that. You know, I've always forget I mean, about the additional effect on that weapon. Sorry. To one of the things I, I don't because of Alexander. I tried to bring uh, oh, Dragoon yeah, to Alexander fight. Don't, and, yeah, yeah. I use I use I forgot I totally forgot about this, but I use Shining One for that fight too. Yeah. Um, Another Runo Hige. Because I don't don't star diver that. <laughs> uh, I tried Ru actually, and His due to the attack high. starved nature of the fight, yeah. it was it was bad. Oh god! Uh, and I was Ronga. I was having I was having my uh, mule. <laughs> well, I didn't want to use Rongo uh, use Cam Lands. I don't have Rongo, but I didn't want to use Cam Lands because I wanted to weapon skill more often than the skill chain window closed, and skill chaining was a no no as well. Yep. Uh, because it like it it encourages him to use the, the invincible move or whatever it was called. Sorry, Ron, going oh, yeah. out again. Get back to the trash. Uh, oh, and the first time I did that fight, I uh, <laughs> I brought Sylvie. It was a mistake. Yes. She uh, entrusted frailty on me, and <laughs> he went insane. It, uh, oh, man. it was, I watched it was someone bad. throw down a, uh, a drain samba on it, and that, that was terrible. We spent so long trying to fight through that stone skin. And, and then he's just invincible forever, yes. but yeah. Oh, you know, we never it, went over staff weapon skills. I, you know, I haven't honestly used a staff in so long. Not, the last why. time I used staff for anything was one of the tier, like the skeleton tier one. I think it's the course in Race and Jima. I did tear the hell out of it with them. I mean, if you get enough TP, uh, especially post weapon skill damage buff, they can actually hit decently hard. It's just 
feels slower compared to Polearm for some reason. I guess it, it is slower because the delay is slightly lower, and you don't have. I mean, there's just not as good a staff as there as there are Polearms. There is no well, really good melee staff. The Exalted there plus is. one, I think, is the best. There's the uh, the staff from Lilith. That's that staff is ridiculous. Yeah, but the Exalted plus one is like eleven percent or something weapon skill damage and yep. accuracy and attack and stuff. Fifteen strength. Yeah, it's I'll pull it up. It's something ridiculous. It's it's overall the best. It's probably not the best for Shatter Soul, but Shatter Soul is weaker than Retribution anyway. Yeah, Shatter Soul. Well, I mean, if you're looking at added effects, wow. if you're looking at added effects, the Lilith staff is not nearly as good because it doesn't have like any magic related stat on it. Um, but it. It has like 15% weapon skill damage and like 255 staff skill, which is, is like almost Rima and like higher than Ambuscade. It's like a really weird value. And it also comes with, of course, you know, 20% onboard DT, you know, other stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it's a very good um, staff. Let's see here. Now we're pulling them up. I mean, got to look right. at That's because I, I think that in most cases, unless it's like your particular favorite weapon or the thing that you look at like every day, you're not going to memorize every stat on everything. I oh, remember yeah. a lot of things, but <laughs> for staves, not so much. Okay, Fox, tell uh, me Lilith stats. Do you have Lilith? Because I have the Exalted Staff. The Exalted Staff is 269 damage, 399 delay, 15 strength and dex, 32 accuracy, 8 attack, 18% weapon skill damage. You know, this might actually swing in favor of uh, Malignants because of the sheer difference in damage. 286 versus 269. Yeah, so we have 286 damage, 412 delay, HP plus 150, VIT plus 40. Act plus 40. Staff uh, skill plus 255. Pairing skill plus 255. Magic Act skill plus 215. And weapon skill damage plus 15%. And then, of course, the damage taken. So it has a really high base damage. Um, it has uh, high bit, which is interesting. Um, and then it also has uh, 15% was a weapon skill. Modifier for any of the staff weapon skills. Right. Yeah, it's not. I, w- it's like, I-, I wish Paladin had Vite modded weapon skills, because I have so much fight on Paladin, but I mean, unfortunately, with, with the uh, the Utu grip or whatever, and the fifteen decks, you're losing seventeen base damage here for three weapon skill damage, some strength and decks. I don't. Mm, they're going to be close. I think it's going to. Yeah, it is going to depend on which specific weapon skill you use, uh, how high the strength mod is. Um, I think Malignant's pull is the safer option because of the onboard twenty percent. I mean, so, like, let's say you get caught in a weapon skill set, right? Well, that, like that's going to go into when do you use Staff on Dragoon, and the best case scenario yeah. I've found for using Staff on Dragoon in everyday life outside of a couple on M's is an Odyssey when you have the skeletons. I, I That's only in, in show B, though. I love pulling out my staff to just be like, okay, guys, I got this. I can fight these uh, you know, these skeletons now, because Polearm does terrible against skeletons. I only do it when I'm styling on fools. I, I think most of the time if I fight a skeleton, I tend to just have my white mage mule banish or just banish three of them and then they have no resistance anymore. Basically, yeah. And yeah, that's have true. At. But you know, not everyone Although they are blunt weak, but I mean, or if you've got a, a kindly white mage who's willing to actually, you know, cast that for you. Or if they just everyone. know about the mechanic at all. Not everyone has a dual box, Martel. Some of us I mean this are is, one character. This is true. <laughs> You got to think too. Um, there's a, that's a double-edged sword because when you're removing that, you're also removing the weakness it has yes. to blunt damage. So, so well, you want to definitely take your watch for. Do you have blunt damage present? I mean, if you have a monk yes. in the group, probably just let them do their thing and maybe pull out the staff and work alongside them. Exactly. Uh, but if you if you're doing Odyssey with a thief who's picking chests as well, then you know, throw that banish out and reduce that piercing penalty. Yeah. I wish that worked on more things. 
things than just undead. <laughs> uh, our white mages didn't have the presence of mind during our last Aeonic run to do it, so I, I threw up Banish 2 on Paladin. And, uh, like, I remember uh, Murr was there on Thief, and he, he was like, what happened to the mob? Because, like, suddenly he was dealing damage to it. Or no, he was uh, on Dance. And, is what it was. Uh, and boy. Banish 3 has much higher uh, penalty reductions than Banish 2 does. So, and there's gear that enhances it, so you can you can pretty much zero it. I wish you could swing it the other way if you had enough gear, like make it to where they're starting to be weak to piercing, but apparently it caps out. Yeah, it caps it. It caps uh, what it I want to point zero. out, though, is that even Banish 2 made a significant difference. So I think when White Mages neglect Banish 3 and making that decision based on like the melees that are in your party, like throwing that out there can be a really huge damage boost to, uh, especially like Dragoons, for example, um, versus those mobs where they wouldn't normally be weak to, and they'd actually just be resistant instead. Better than using Tomahawk. For sure. And it's a full, with Banish 3, it's a full 60 seconds too. Yeah, I, ha- I, I have a macro for a reason, and I've I've got it set up in my uh, my gear swap blue to create a custom timer for it, so that I know when it wears off. It's uh, it's a useful thing to do if you're focusing on piercing damage and happen to be fighting undead. Although ten- generally speaking, I just don't want to fight you know piercing resistant mobs. But when you are, there you go. That's where part of me wishes that Paladin got banished three. Also, I mean, sure, you don't. I don't think you get all the gear a white mage would, but I think I mean, with it like... having such heavy undead killer traits, it would still be good to have. There's It'd be like a really niche debuff that would be Finian ring, and I think there's a few other banish enhancing pieces Paladin can actually wear. I pop white mage gets from like, uh, Vinapata. Right. White mage gets, gets like ridiculous amounts of it, like way more than you need. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually have a toggle between banish damage when I'm trying to LOL magic burst, or when I'm actually trying to use it as an enfeeble. I got a toggle for that. The command to actually add a custom timer to your gear swap, if anyone doesn't know about it is super super simple you can either google it or my paste bin all my lewis have custom timers for hasso or am3 on blue mage i have it for when my entomb or dream flower are going to wear off they're they're very important so just i think my paste bin is slash u slash spicy ryan so paste bin that you could just pull up whatever lua there and you'll find the rule in there it's just a uh, i think if- it's just like timers space c for create space the name of uh, spaces will freak that out unless you put it in quotes and then just whether it counts up or down and then the value in seconds. And make sure you go in depending on what gear you have and adjust that timer for to to compensate for whether or not you have like duration plus duration enhancable. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you're going to get a timer that doesn't do anything for you if you don't if you don't go in and change it for how your character works. Anyone okay. else remember when geomancy spells didn't have a buff icon and Sometimes if you're if you had your effects fairly faded or if the bubble wasn't very noticeable, you couldn't tell if your bubble was still up. <laughs> like the that first thing gross. I did for that crap was make a timer that fired on aftercast to tell me when this was gonna, you know, how long do I have left on this? Typical. <laughs> and since there's since there's duration enhancing things, you have to, to either test it or calculate it out and make sure you have it right. But now there's an icon for it and it's got got its own buff timer so we're good but i, I still kept my custom timer you know Tip, i always wondered why that timer existed i missed that that phase of the game but yeah on my uh on my geolua i actually have that timer and I, I i look up there and i'm like that's weird that that exists because i see the icon and now everything makes sense it, yeah it, it didn't exist and once upon a time we didn't have built-in buff timers either we had to use like the status timer plug-in or just have a, a the timers uh, plug-in counting in the the bar just going up and down or whatnot uh, I really appreciate them finally adding an accurate timer for that because back when it used to freeze your buff timers every time you talk to an NPC or is zoned, and I think it still freezes on zoning, your durations could get kind of weird compared to what they actually were. 
So for the interruption command, it's it's I mean, saying it vocally is actually probably not that easy, but it's super easy if you see it. <laughs> uh, if not spell dot interrupted, then if spell dot English equals equals in quotes the spell, then send underscore command parentheses. What is it? A apostrophe or whatever. Timers create, you know, whatever you want it to say in quotes. So banish duration and then space 60 space down then close the print uh the apostrophe and the uh the little parenthesis and that's it that's the whole command will make a timer on your screen in game i tend to go one further oh, yeah. and keep talking dirty uh, an icon uh, you can also specify an icon so that it doesn't just have that question mark up there i hate that damn question mark um so i like for the banish one i give it like a banish three icon because <laughs> i have to have my timers all pretty now now you're getting I should probably pretty advanced should stuff um, the windower has a, a built-in folder with all these spell and job ability icons. So if you can find the right number for it, I think it uses the spell and uh, ability IDs. You just point it to the right one, and then it uh, it'll use the icon for it if you do the correct file path. And if you need uh, to find definitely it, definitely easier to see in writing. In the in the resource oh, folder, there's uh, it, well, if you look in the resource folder, there's also um, the 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 buff allocations, and that's where yeah, you, you can, can find you that can number there. Yeah. And going back to Staff on Dragoon, so if you find in, like, <laughs> you're an omen or something and there's a skeleton, because that's going to, on omen climbs, if you're going to an NM, you're going to run into skeletons. Pretty much, it's not that difficult of an NM, not NM, it's technically one, I guess, but not that difficult of a mob that you have to change weapons, but, I mean, it, why not? I mean, I go, mean, go flatten a couple mobs that way. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that, or if you're fighting an NM, because there's a skeleton UNM? Something there's there's things like that that you're gonna eventually run into it. There's no reason not to carry one staff on Dragoon. I know it's an inventory slot, but you also don't get staff has terrible skill chain properties. So essentially, all you can do is retribution, shatter soul retribution, and it makes fragmentation. I think. Well, let me, let me check. Order of temperance. Like you want to carry the you want to carry your your staff on you. You want to pull damage types, boards, and then you also want negling, and you cover everything. It is yeah, fragmentation. Cover, cover all your bases there. Um, that that is it though. Staff weapon skills just have like the worst skill chain properties. I don't know why SE. I mean, staff is not a common. No one melees in a staff. I mean, the only time staff was cool to melee in was back at seventy five when they broke the two ended update where like monk was better off using a staff when they added the uh, the extra attribute penalty bonus or whatever to before they scaled it down. It was like a hundred percent or whatever of your stats, and now it's down to what seventy five percent or something silly. But but that time, that was the only time staff was actually kind of cool, and that was like maybe a month before they patched it. But no one uses staff. SE gave it the worst weapon skill properties, and they thought adding 10 magic defense bonus down on Shatter Soul or something was going to make people like do these cool setups with staff. I mean, I don't, I don't know what their logic is, but it's terrible. It feels like it has the least amount of weapon skills, too, for a weapon type. Like, whenever I equip it, I feel like I have like four options. Yeah, and that's because they gave so many jobs a staff weapon skill. Vital Hyrnir to Black Mage, uh, Omniscience to Scholar, uh, Garland Bliss to Summoner. I mean, and those are, Garland Bliss is a cool weapon skill for the defense town and stuff, but they gave all these jobs staff weapon skills and no means of which to utilize staff effectively. Clubs got yeah, better weapon skills. Shatter Soul did like just a cloud me there. Yeah, they really should fix Shatter Soul. Like, I want Shatter Soul to be good. Like, I mean, it hits decently hard on Dragoon, like like you said before. But the like the added effect, I think, is what would really draw me towards it. Because I mean, other than fighting skeletons or something, like, why am I using this over a Trish? And I think that's where most people are going to ask that question. Gates of Tartartarus. 
Oh man, if anyone ever used that. Oh, yeah. That is the weirdest weapon skill in this game. It's got a charisma modifier of 80% and lowers the target's attack. It's the weapon skill that time forgot. <laughs> on the weapon that no one should have ever made. I mean, you know, I think. Come on, that, that 15 refresh, though. You know what would have fixed staff for a niche use in this game? If they put Dragoon on the Onyx staff, then you can I have I was just a... looking at Katvanga and going, hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, yeah, it would be it, great, it has but such promise. it would at I mean, least be useful. Yeah, you could take your merits out of Shatter Soul. Slightly startling <laughs> to realize that it uh, has uh, less damage than Malignant's pull. Uh, you know. I think it actually has less. It has one point less than Exalted plus one. But you can R fifteen. It doesn't do anything for you for accuracy. Although you, yeah, you can you can R fifteen it. So that would I think it gets eight more on that. Honestly, I wonder if we wouldn't be better off getting the Ambu staff for the retribution. That would be yeah. That, I forgot. We about that. Hang on, I have that staff. We're not on that. I, I I need to look at the full version of this thing again real quick. Uh, and yeah, fifty four damage. It's got mind on it at least, but retribution damage plus twenty percent. Oh, oh no, that's not what's important here. Okay, so it already has a uh, a high magic damage uh, rating on it, right? It's plus two forty one. Um, if you're looking at cataclysms with this thing, oh, I mean, if we could bear um, it, it, I'd be I'd have one for that already. <laughs> well, right. If you're if you're doing it at three k and like let's say dragoon had access to this weapon, um, you would be busting out some pretty ridiculous cataclysms. I think I've been using Reikicon for that purpose, since it's got um, magic accuracy, Mab, and Int in mind. Well, um, the the magic damage rating is really important on magic weapon skills, and this would be, I think, it's three forty one, which is like the highest of any staff in the game period. If you have a three KTP, which is reasonable to assume that you have on Dragoon, because you can just I mean, that's yeah, you'd, you'd, be, you'd be jumping to it, yeah. So yeah. this would be a cool use case scenario for people who are, you know, maybe they're farming detritus and don't want to have thief or go thief or you know maybe not everyone wants to play blue mage this is frankly you could say it's safer than blue mage because dragoon gets good defense and 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 it'll get tp whether it's a stupid su3 set while it's running around you could run around in cataclysm because <laughs> every job gets gets th4 so you could go around th4 is good enough i mean even even just th1 or two because that new resurgence fight gives that ammo and a um and the level one stupid hat and the chalk belt. So everyone gets TH3 on Dragoon essentially now if you have that white Rarab cap from they added a I, I haven't done the Yeah, that was the resurgence ammo piece. Resurgence thing, which is a TH plus one ammo. What? So yeah. they actually oh, added something useful to resurgence finally. Yes. I might do it in the near future. But did you could you could do on that. the last the very last update? Most recent update. Yes. Oh okay. wow. I did not know. I need to go scoop that up. That's what I was saying by resurgence ammo. But you could do that on Dragoon, and you could just go into Omen and farm well, the yeah, traders. Let's yeah. here for days and days. And while you're while you're doing it, I guess you're working towards you know your high accuracy set. <laughs> I don't know, like the the, the Vishop set doesn't impress me nearly as much as the Terra Slaver. Vishop set is good, and oops, and certain pieces are very good. Obviously, you have the weapon skill damage legs you need. Uh, the head is not as important. It's more of an accuracy piece in niche situations, but it has you know that. That special wyvern breath, but the body is very good for uh, soul jump. Yeah, soul jump because the amount of TP you gain from soul jump outweighs the patero bonus because it's three times over two times. So you want that body over patero. You don't use patero for that last jump oh, yeah. because of the TP gain. So that and the hands also have jump bonus and use those hands for all the jumps. And the hands aren't bad in general. And the feet, if you don't have relic. Uh, plus three. Those feet are going to be the next best stand-in for accuracy Stardiver off the top of my head. 
but so it all yeah, has good uses. The hands I use in my jumps, I, I know that for certain. And the body itself, if you need a lot of accuracy, that is a high STP, high accuracy body. That's a very it's, useful it's a swap. Good combination of, of those stats, yeah. You're right. I should actually build a toggle for that because I find in wave three sometimes I miss jumps and it infuriates me. So like maybe I should have a a toggle that, that cycles to uh, a high act jump. My jump's just my TP set. So if I'm missing, it's because my TP set's not right. So I fix my TP set and then jump gear goes over my TP well, set. Well, it, it's 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 the Fudo problem. And I mean, I realize I'd probably be overcapping accuracy in that situation, but it would probably make me feel better. Oh, I, I don't crap. know. It's like the least scientific thing I've said on just here. realized I haven't put Vim Torque plus one into my jump set yet. Yeah, I haven't I made the Vim Torque because you know it, it requires making things, but I know it's I haven't put it in the Dragoon guy either. I know it's the best neck piece for Dragoon, but it also it's not you need to do things for that neck. It's not just <laughs> it's not just put it on and go. No, well, everyone... I mean, you, you need to, to do a climb and then fork out cash for for uh, wings. Well, unless no, you actually want to farm them, but it's it's the fact of the the torque itself. Uh, oh yeah, you do have to get the original. <laughs> I think it's a matter of setup for use, right? Because like, you, if you slap that thing on and like, let's say you're under supported for it, like, aren't you basically just killing yourself? I mean, in, is it like not pumping out everything it can? You could easily survive just spamming restoring breath on recast. Yeah, but we it does get your HP lower, so it increases your risk, like of being one shotted. But if you're being supported at all, how the white mage throttle again, it completely negates it. So for everyone who doesn't That's... know, the Vim Torque is the new Berserker's Torque, and if you don't know that, you haven't been around long enough. It's it's a <laughs> unity piece, and the neck has a lot in effect of regain twenty and refresh. But with the augment for the you know Shoal C, the newest Shoal, because Odyssey takes a long time to roll out one zone every four months. But yeah. it the, the augment is store TP ten accuracy fifteen, so it invalidates completely the uh the Anu torque, uh anus torque, I like to look at it because it's missing one letter. But the problem is when you use it, you lose fifty HP every three seconds. So for Fox and I talking about, you know, spirit jump or high jump keeps you alive, using some more defensive sets because you don't need daddy's love ultimately if you do a hundred less DPS and never die. So it's kind of a hard sell unless you have regen on to just always use this torque at all times. You know, if you're with trusts, I wouldn't want to throw out losing 150 HP from not being touched with my weapon out every, you know, nine seconds. I mean, I would definitely put a toggle on it uh, just so you can control when you feel like it's safe to use or when you feel like you're sufficiently supported for it. Although unless you're like below 100 HP, I think you're fine to use it on jumps if you're going to, you know, Drop 50 HP once per jump. Maybe if the tick happens to happen while you're yes. wearing it. Uh, TP I, I get is more of a concern if you're worried about the level of support you're getting. Yes, I, I definitely agree about the jump thing. I, I don't see a situation where I would want something else on the neck for that. I, I just yeah. have to get off my ass and make it, basically. I haven't made it either because I didn't want to make something just for extra 3 TP. It is some accuracy, too, so it might possibly help. But I haven't made it for jumps because of that. I mean, I've been using the thing in my Paladin's uh, hybrid TP set. Paladin sub Dragoon? Uh, no, I was tanking uh, Dynamis Divergence, so I wasn't m messing with Dragoon sub, although. I don't know, Paladin. But ultimately, I guess we have to wrap this up because we've been going for a long time, as much as I've been enjoying this. this. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I think we've sold Dragoon as, you know, something we didn't say that always I seem to notice because I do ambuscade with pickup groups and I see other Dragoons and they see me. I, I don't want your tell, sorry. <laughs> send them it's send them it's fine i, I I'm, I'm always happy to hear from people i just don't always have something i 
have to say back, so it just makes me seem like an asshole. Hey, so I noticed that Dragoon is a job that it's really good. In, we didn't even talk about this either. It's really good in low buff situations due to its attack, defense, job ability, haste. It's really good over a warrior, darkness, etc. in low buff situations and middle buff situations where you're just kind of getting maybe some haste from your trust. Like a tr- We'll call mid buff a trust situation or just one friend's playing with you, giving you haste or something like that. It's really good for that. Okay. But in terms of full out ambuscade party buff DD fights or, you know, events and everything. Dragoon is a job that typically doesn't rise to the highest DD ranks because it has a really good middle floor there, and then the ceiling is theoretically, and you tend to notice it lower than the big heavy boy hitter DDs, even into the changes. But if you're really good on Dragoon, you can absolutely beat those jobs, but that's down to dedication. Yeah, for certain. And and I mean, I, I have. And that's kind of what I wanted. That's where I really wanted to focus on is I didn't do it through, you know, ridiculous numbers or anything. It's, it's really just a matter of staying alive and understanding the enemy and enemy mechanics that go on among your party and everything, you know, knowing what jobs are going to help you with that and whatnot. That just having maximum control over that keeps you in the fight the longest uh, with the, the less potential mess. So, yeah, because really... I, everyone looks at everything as we've been talking about with these meta episodes in the past, everything to the lens of this job isn't as good of a DD, so I don't want to bring it. We've already said many times that that's silly, but Dragoon for new players is super good to get you into that game. And if your link shell happens to be very narrow minded, you can always go from there. But I think Dragoon sells itself as the DD that stands above other DDs without necessarily having the utmost potential and sells itself on that. You know, I'm fun to play. I have enough things going on. I can actually save your life with a healing breath every one minute. Because we forgot to say that, we, you know. yeah, we didn't didn't, didn't cover oh, that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, there's way more things about Dragoon than we can possibly cover in a single, and we weren't nearly that structured. <laughs> there was well, it was close. Some, some wondering going on there, but it was fun. All that Paladin stuff kept. I don't know where that came from, but I mean, that was. <laughs> I, I won't I say it's inevitable, but that that was likely to happen. Invite this guy for Dragoon. He's a Paladin. Get to talk to other Paladins. Yeah, you guys yeah. think like a, a like a some sort of like smoke signals to find those other paladins around the globe or something. It's not many of you guys. For real, it's like it's like me, Martell, apparently Rua. I like, will I say, really knows anyone who really advocates for going paladin. I mean, I, I've been advocating paladin because it's frankly better if it's geared up. But as that's the case for everything in this game, I guess. But I have noticed that there are more people going paladin things now, and it has come out of that. Let, let's say a year ago from. I mean, I don't even know how long, how long ago was the reprisal changes, Martel. You would know oh, that. It's, it's been several months, but my sense of time is terrible. I mean, yeah, so don't ask me when something happened. <laughs> I so don't know. Let's, let's say like it right happened sometime this year. So let's say let's say a year and a half ago from now. Let's say it happened eight months ago. So let's say a year and a half ago from now, Rune Fencer was seen as de facto everything. No one touched Paladin, but Paladin's been coming out because people found out, hey, it's actually better than Rune Fencer in a lot of situations because the changes have lifted above and beyond rune fencer and why would i ever want to take rune when it could die on wave three and paladin never will or you know this that and other thing so dragoon the same thing here if you know people see i've been seeing more dragoons than i ever have in the past because it's at a baseline where it's good enough to everyone approves i mean that that wsd update was a big deal yeah that was that was huge and it really did put dragoon more on par with other heavy dds 
I was really afraid that they would revert it like they did the whole resolution thing uh, on Runefencer a while back. <laughs> like they reverted how the weapon skills worked there. And because Dragoon became so much more potent afterwards. I'm, I'm surprised it really didn't catch on because it was the same kind of hype, you know? It's potent, uh, with, but it's not overpowered. It's potent, but right. so are the other jobs. Yeah, like I really feel, aside from the magic evasion standpoint, the Dragoon is probably one of the most balanced melee jobs, like from SE's design standpoint. I could, uh, I could live with a call wyvern recast adjustment. I mean, saying. I mean, yeah, I'm, but I mean, that, those are situations where, like, you're hit by doom or something that you can't. I avoid. mean, like most of the time, technically, as long as they're not spamming doom, Spirit Link will remove doom from your wyvern. So, is it 100? So, yes. So as long as you don't die, your wyvern's fine. As long as you can. You know, it only dooms once every minute and 30 seconds or so. Or if you have spirit merited a little bit less. Or you super jump, so right? Not or, or avoid it with super jump, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's certain pieces of gear for uh, holy water potency in this game. Whether it's the purity ring and Saida ring, that neck. You don't have the canvas? No, the neck from a mantra. But there's enough pieces of uh, gear that you can pick up off the auction house slash 1NM and Escher that's tier 1 that you should never really die in this game 95, 90% of the time if you have holy waters in that gear. There's like yeah, no reason the, you can get people to wear it though. The, the trove neck and the candor's necklace, uh, holy water effect plus thirty. Yeah, that that neck oh, alone is good. like the effect of two rings. Most of the time, I remove the doom myself because of that 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 set actually. Yep. Yeah, the holy water works just fine. And in Dynamis uh, Winders Diversions, you absolutely are going to eventually run into a time you get doomed, and a lot of the time people don't pay attention to you, so you really want to carry at least those two rings and some holy waters that will save your life. I, uh, I did an experiment a while back on Paladin wearing the Volt Hobbert set uh, and Sacro Breastplate on those inims, and I was resisting yeah. the Doom most of the time. Me too. I, I, I did the same thing. Every time that I tested it, I went back to my hybrid set eventually because I have a Yagrish White Mage behind me casting Curseness, so whatever, but... 26 Magic Evasion! <laughs> and there's there's Dragoon <laughs> again. 26 Magic Evasion. Those fucking... Oh, man. Oh, man. It's yeah. so low. I, I, we got to wrap this up, but, you know, Dragoon, right. I know I wanted to end it too, I was saying it before, but if you think back to uh, when Adelon first came out and Dragoon's changes were fresh there with the Spirit Link uh, giving you whatever, or XP giving your Wyvern a level up and getting all those extra stats that you have that job points improve further, Dragoon was getting things over time that it's like it, it never got enough. So Fox, you're saying you're surprised they didn't revert the change. They've been giving Dragoon for the past six, seven, maybe even eight years, uh, like the smallest little improvements with gear and job traits and adjustments and buffs and this and that, that finally they said, okay, we've, we've done this long enough. It's been, it's been almost a decade. Just give them one good trait and we're done. And they did it. So it wasn't overpowered compared to everything else all the other jobs do because you're still limited by other things on Dragoon besides the Wyvern. I mean gear and your weapon skill versus you know it's pole arm is different from great sword and other stuff I, I think i just always fear these kinds of changes where i get like a significant increase on a job because i feel it's significant and i mean it definitely was i i, I fear that they're always going to take it away afterwards like like with all the improvements to beastmaster lately like i, I keep fearing that they're going to take it away oh and, they never uh, will beastmaster still underrated i i know it's I know. not it's overpowered just, they won't take it but like dragoon i felt the same way though because like i saw it happen before where they they took that away from resolution you know, in my mind, it's the same kind of like ridiculous bonus to a job I enjoy. So I just wanted to to be careful with my feelings towards it, I suppose. I mean, you have about three years based on how long it took SE to fix yeah. the, the Geo problem. I, uh, I, I miss Vex being 
that ridiculous, honestly. I could really use that about now. I miss Black Mage being important. I mean, so meta, I, meta I, it was a thing. That that's a job that they really need to focus on fixing, as opposed to all these I, other jobs. Like it's basically unusable. I feel like the only way they could fix sad. that is by removing the damage cap, though, and I don't think they're going to do that. They had to adjust the whole magic damage right. formula for spells. It just needs to be fixed. You know, on Black Mage, they could probably add something like a burst reverberation trait, where the where the uh, magic attack hits multiple times within the same window. I mean, sure, you might be supplement the resist wall or whatever, but it's still extra damage that adds up. To just more. like basically this... magical multi hit. X yeah. magic to, to go back to Final Fantasy VI? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think that two could spells do at once. That would fix Black Mage, perhaps. Kind of, but yeah, except like the same spell hits over and over. You'd be neglecting Scholar and every other know, magic form of damage in this game, so you can't just fix this in this case. I mean, with, I'd, I'd like you to lay eyes on Divine Magic for a few moments here and, and tell me where the, there's really a problem, but... That's a whole at least, episode, at least Black Mage and, and other mages got the, the ele- great elemental magic revamp Sounds like a sour paladin if I ever heard. Ooh, my banish, I mean, yes. my holy doesn't do enough damage. It looks like a nuke going off. It doesn't do any damage, though. Actually, I was messing around and dropped a 50k holy 2 on something yesterday. I mean, it was a trash mob and I had our geo it up, but that was still fun. You must have been an, an odyssey, then. I actually wasn't an odyssey. That was the trash mob there. It was there. probably Divine Emblem, for sure. Oh, yeah, it was. It was Divine Emblem. I was specifically playing with Divine Emblem. I guess that's um, SE's trepidity I'm not too worried there. about the damage for it, but it it does stand out that it didn't receive the kind of uh, revamp that other damaging magic types did. I think SE's trepidity there is yeah. that there are certain things that happens like Divine Emblem and you do a 50k Holy 2. We can't have people doing 999k Holy 2s with everything silly. I think the formulas and the gear and everything has gotten so out of control they don't know how to fix a lot of things without breaking everything else. That's true. Because hit, like hitting numbers that are not just like cap damage, but like close to cap damage, or even with a frequency that makes it effectively cap damage anyway, like I, uh, we 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 are in no short supply for the ability to kill things. I like, wonder if it's mechanically like programming possible to remove the damage cap just for magic bursts or something. That would help a lot. I think it depends on the programmer you're asking. And that, that's, I, mean, that's I have no idea how any of this works do, yeah. on the SE side, but if they made it an exception in that way, because the way that that would break everything else is because, you know, if all of a sudden your skill chains and weapon skills could break that cap, then you'd be looking at like Dancer being, you know, fairly ridiculous, for example. Um, right. But if you just did it just for magic bursts, then that would really only deeply impact the magic and job. I agree, and because you have the new wall. They need to. It would incentivize us to do it too like we, we aren't incentivized to magic burst anymore and i mean the resist wall could help keep that in check but it's like a play style that occasionally you think man this could be nice if we could set it up this way um especially in low tp feed strats like i'm always going on about like if you set up a low tp feed skill chain uh and then you nuke like obviously the nuke's gonna give them tp also but it's nukes not gonna a be, like, lot of tp though TP. well it's still not the same as like melee is constantly wailing on it uh for the most part I think nukes need to give less TP because so, you're 100 TP for a nuke is a lot of TP. If you have multiple people nuking, you guarantee your weapons go. And just imagine multi-hit blue spells for a second. But the nuke wall too, <laughs> even removing that would help a little bit, but you could you could remove the magic burst damage and still have that nuke wall and it would still suck. Yeah, I thought they couldn't because of like how the resistances in the game worked or something. I thought that was the thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it they, still they hinder specifically that. added the nuke wall to counter things like the early... Uh, Divine Might Mana Burn strategy where you just have like yeah. 18 Black Mages walk in and Thundaga 3 and just one shot. <laughs> the fight just the entire fight, it's just, they're all gone. And I was actually around for that. 
I, yeah. I didn't get to experience that one myself. I, I heard about it and was quite amused. I wasn't around it's for that exact black. thing. I was around for post that when everyone's still trying to take black mage. You could still do it after that, but you need a lot of good black mages. It's it's really funny with that because you you used to see the the fight start. You used to see them call out the time for the time nuke, and then you used to see them start casting, and then it would go right into the ending cutscene. Like you wouldn't even see like all the damage go off. It, the fight would just end. <laughs> wow, dude! Time nukes are something no one in this yeah. game in the past eight years would know anything about, and time nukes I, were like I the remember. Uh, time nukes in old Dynamis Archibald, killing yep. the the eyes that were floating on the in M pedestals. Holy crap! It's been a long time since so I need someone to do a time nuke. Okay, that so, was really cool stuff too. Because yeah, so to round out Dragoon I here, I know we could go on for yeah, a we, we need to to round out Dragoon here. The one last focus. thing that was on my mind, maybe an hour ago, I never get to say is I got Trishula on Dragoon when I had like no job points because I do things in that sort of order. And you don't have to have job, you know, a Trishula to do this. But as a Dragoon getting job points, I got to the point where I just had Carrot come on Bard. So I had like one person there on Bard. I would shout for a Geo and Core to, I wanted the Core to roll an AFK. I didn't want them to fight anything because they'd get in the way all the time. Yeah, exactly. Just stay away from my skill chains. Yes. And screw and you, Kupata. Dragoon was so good with allies roll a Geo or I just took a Red Mage. You could take a Beastmaster. Dragoon itself can form the basis of any good job point party, even if you don't need job points, want to help someone, because you can kill those bats in uh, Doe Gates. Just you can drop them. I'm sure. I mean, I don't even get to do the Umbra. It's it's yeah. it's Stardiver Sonic Stardiver. Yeah. Or sometimes if you're really hitting hard, just Stardiver Stardiver. If you're good enough, you can go to Poxhounds, and they you can do the, you can still do Darkness to the Poxhounds. It was not. I was doing Rudra's. Eviseration uh, Rudras and it was killing the pox hounds with another deeply thief. disappointing to me that the bat camp in outer or uh, inner court is surrounded by umbrals and has a vampire in the middle of it. Yeah, so I, that's I out. So love to fight. Yeah, I mean the the pox hound spot is is usable, but it it just sucks so bad that they did that with the bat camp. They really screwed half that zone up. Really need someone to like spend their life keeping those things off your back the whole time. It'd be horrible. But dragoon anyway makes a great great job point party and you you know if things are going well you just need the dragoon and that's it you don't need to have other people there haste them give them skill chain damage bonus give the defense down on the mob and a dragoon alone with i was using a trust white mage and recalling if i ran an mp uh just you can get five million cp i mean it, it's ridiculous you can just kill things with yeah. your skill chain damage on dragoon even without trish you're gonna need an extra weapon skill in there to close it out but you know, it's it's ridiculous how good Dragoon is for that if anyone needs to do job point parties. Yeah, weapon, weapon skills are one thing you definitely have in abundance on Dragoon. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed farming job points on Dragoon uh, to a point. It was painful a little bit when I was doing my Mule's White Mage because I didn't get the Geo buffs, but yeah, you need it was to, still pretty fun. You need, yeah, you, you need to have enough attack, yeah, and defense down. Attack is bigger uh, for Dragoon than I think a Samurai and other jobs for sure. Even though you get all those constant berserks and everything, you still need it a lot on Dragoon. Yeah, you should never neglect that ratio. Like, just because you assume you have enough, like, you should still play with the buffs until you have what you need, for sure. Too bad you can't, like, just Angon every mob. <laughs> like, the request cast is not quite that kind. We didn't even talk about Angon as a Dragoon ability, because it's just, like, everything else was so much cooler. Well, there's, there's, if he does, it's good, use it. I mean, yeah. Unless you got, like, a slug present or something, use that Angon. I mean, or a Sam that's willing to use Ageha. I mean... Uh, yeah, Sams are very selfish. Every Sam should be doing that. But I think we've rounded everything out. Is there anything we missed on Dragoon? We got Stabs, Cataclysm's great, Nomen, and 
maybe some other stuff that isn't important. But thinking I mean, of weapon skill additional effects from Agaha, uh, leg sweep stun. Oh is ridiculous. my god, leg yes. sweep stun! That I can't believe be I forgot that. Holy shit! That has to be one of the most um, ridiculous stuns in the game. Divergence Ninja Mob's greatest thing exactly. ever. Exactly. Last time I went to Divergence on Dragoon, and it's been a while since I'm almost always uh, on a tank job, but uh, stunning some of the nastier mobs was one of the things I was doing, and I just like use either Trish for the TP bonus or jump and get a lot of TP and leg sweep them, and they just if sit you, there like an idiot. If and you die. are a new Dragoon and you don't feel like you can put out the damage yet or anything, um, make sure you go to Ambuscade. Make sure you get your flamma set so you have the, the greatest ma accuracy and magic accuracy and just leg sweep mobs for days and you will be contributing to that dynamis run um, more than you would expect um, than if you were like trying to be like raw DD without, you know, the gear to back it up. I mean, not letting so, I mean, kill the alliance is significant. That's a very good point, Fox, because yes, the flamma set is some of the best magic accuracy set you're going to use for leg sweep and it's also some of the best TP set you're going to use, especially even the body before you get other stuff and the hands before you get other stuff. Almost every piece of that set, the legs suck. If almost every piece of that set, <laughs> they have magic accuracy, use them for leg sweep, whatever. The legs suck. Thanks, SC. But almost every piece of that set, and it's easy to get, and you just, if if I had a Dragoon, or I had a new player who was looking to contribute and, and do stuff in, in an event and get better, having leg sweep and diversions against everything, and the run going smoother... I didn't need your crappy weapon skill damage, but if you're making people not die and everything, I mean... Sandoria and M's. I think that, it sells itself. If people are dying to orchestrate, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you will be wrecking every skill chain forever, because unfortunately it has skill chain properties, but everyone will not die. And if your group has a situation where, like, let's say they have a little bit of trouble with that, um, you could be the hero that they... That the they uh, duration on Leg Sweep Stun is... With enough magic accuracy, it, it can sick. be very significant. I think... What's the highest I've seen? Something like 10 12, seconds? 15 seconds? Yeah. So I haven't actually timed it, per se. I probably should, because I'd like to know what the actual possible max duration it is. It feels like an eternity, because 11 seconds of nothing happening very, for a mob. Very long for a stun. It's, this is like sudden yeah. lunge level stun. Like, the mob is almost always dead by the time it wears off. Keep in mind, on NMs and stuff, it will build resistance. Like, if you're spamming the statue um, for Wave 1 on Dragoon, a great use for Dragoon is just to spam... Leg sweep to stop semi stomp for you know some wave one groups have problems or whatever. I, but, I actually I did that on that first statue. But yes. it, it'll eventually just be a you know it'll resist to the point where you'll stun it, but it's gonna wear off right away. So you want to just time it for semi stomp. You don't want to. The more you spam it, it's going to eventually yeah. like all things in this game that are magical. Since you can get a bar to throw the right Trinity on it, it helps a lot with that resistance though. Yeah, but it's a mechanic that builds True. up over time, so you can't. Yeah, I mean naturally, yeah, it'll it'll get to the point eventually, but you can kind of push back the resist wall in that case uh, by reducing the mob's resistance or getting more magic accuracy. You know, yeah, we'll uh, the resistance throughout the rake for it. Red mage cremate. I mean, yeah, that would be significant. Wall. Although there's a good chance yeah. that there's a rune fancer there. There's probably Corsair spamming lead. so yeah. they're going to want him to do the rake for damage instead. I don't know. When, when I talk oh, about a Dragoon fun. going and doing leg sweep in wave one for a win or something, they're helping people. I usually assume that everything we say is usually there is not there. Ah. A minimal uh, setup, then. I've been in some really dysfunctional shouts. I'm the shout guy. I've been in some really fucked up yeah, shouts. Yeah, I, I, I tend to go with static groups that I've been with for a long time, so I see a lot less of that sort of thing. Yeah, static groups fuck up, too. And, you know, <laughs> yes. The more flexible <laughs> you can be, I've seen the, more, the more of a hero you can be. Why is that tank using Shockwave, Fox? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I can say for it, at least, that if there's a bunch of mobs that are awake that should be asleep... Shockwave in wave one, but 
<laughs> in wave two, you have less. There's a higher chance that you're going to get resisted. So never, never do it in wave two. Like that. That's just why is that a mom to sleep for ten time. seconds, Fox? Why you got to can't sleep again, Fox? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll actually wake him up, put him back to sleep, and then all of a sudden my duration's gone. It's like, <laughs> by the way, your sleepers will usually have much higher duration sleeps. So yeah. I would That's, say that as yeah, an emergency like measure if there's no one like actually sleeping or if the sleepers met a terrible fate already. Yeah. Uh, it's again it's it's situational. Like you should you, it should be on your radar that you can use stuff like that. You should you should you use leg sweep when it's necessary. You should use shockwave when it's necessary. But don't think it's like the only way that you need to do things at all times because those things are so niche that it's really just emergency button stuff. I mean it's it's the Final Fantasy Eleven motto. Shit is situational. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the emergency button stuff. You can't just band-aid everything with the same stuff. On that rate, since this ran over ridiculously long, but, you know, <laughs> we had Martel here, and I was enjoying... He's super, super, super insightful and, and knows his shit, so... Nice, yeah. Uh, try to contribute where I can. Well, you are a fundamental basis of the Dragoon Guide. I know I haven't talked to you about it in a while, but it's kind of at this point, I just have to update the gear, and it's, you know... It, it Not goes. much has drastically changed recently, so Correct. I mean, and even I find that guide a useful reference. It's well laid out and has the sets you want to look at, and they're pretty much usually the same as what I use. I had to change the head yes. for the shining one to the uh, the tarot uh, plus three, but otherwise, yeah. And it's funny because I've known I had to change it for like eight months, and I just haven't. It's one piece. I just like I thought about it today. I go, Wait, you know, I got to change that tarot, piece. Tarot plus three outperforms plus string solid R fifteen generally for that if, if attack that's isn't like super okay. over capped yeah you would have to be max okay that's cool that's why i had it the way it was but in general I mean, most I, people are going to also i think that if you're super attack capped do you want to use the way R15. over exactly uh stinger plus yep. one plus one i have a note for stinger in there but i didn't change blistering i i error. still haven't even made one of those because it is it's pretty niche i'm not making you one. just got sucked right back in oh yep we're still going <laughs> Stop us. Yeah, suck Stop right us. back in. Okay, okay. It's going to be like our first four-hour No, no, we're, we're, we're two and a half. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that'll be the Paladin podcast. That's it. If anyone, I mean, I, I, it's punishing because I'm sure people, if they've listened to this in one go, it's at work and their desk, and you can't maintain people's attention. This, this is like watching a really bad uh, slow film Scorsese here. But anyway. It's the room. <laughs> this is The Irishman, part two. So, uh, outside of our slow boat Scorsese, sorry we killed everyone's attention span. If anyone watched this whole time, wow, you got problems. But thank you for, <laughs> thank you for, thank you for paying attention. And now we are now on Apple Podcasts for the first time, and we're now on iTunes slash Alexa. So if you tell Alexa to play us for whatever reason, you can do that. We're also it's been six weeks. Pandora, I emailed them and they said we'll be on there. I mean. I don't know why I gotta wait a month and a half, two months to get on Pandora when I get on Spotify in three hours. Whatever. But we're on almost everything now that I can think of. So, even on some obscure stuff I can't remember. So, as always, thank you. And the YouTube comments have been coming. We get to them and we respond to them. Those are great. We like hearing from you guys. Uh, you can also email us, as always, at Fox, say it. I do not know the email. WTF and vonadeal at gmail.com just the name of the yeah. podcast at gmail.com very complicated stuff that's why fox doesn't know it uh you you interact with the public more than i do uh you get all the messages now man they like you you're the fan favorite man i told you right we actually didn't get any this week which is uh, disappointing but 
Well, well, no, we got we got the the Sweden one. I got the Sweden one. Ha! Huh? I'm the popular one this week, Fox. I got our favorite Swedes one. He also said he would answer any IKEA questions we have, but we we, we don't want to go there yet. And thank you, Martel. It was a pleasure having you on. You're welcome. It's it's been fun. Uh, good uh, dragoon talks and some accidental siegs into Paladin, but it was very enjoyable. Yeah. So you want, you want to do a Paladin yeah, I remake? To, I may have to talk to you later about that. I, I think so. Um, I only brought up some very small points and stuff, but uh, we'll we'll see where we go. We we we've made a lot of promises for future episodes that we still need to keep. So Fox is like, on the list. Fox is like Susie Homemaker here. Like, oh, Martel, I have some discussion to have about Paladin. You want to sit down and have some dinner with me? <laughs> oh boy i'm cooking I'm up a servasta um, extended uh paladin discussion i have a servasta yeah, in the oven i'll definitely remember that for the future Fucking spicy <laughs> the servasta has a nice That's char on it if you want a char on your servasta okay i'm done yeah, well, thank you everyone useful somewhere three yeah, thanks guys 350 for four hours <laughs>